Welcome to That's Absurd Podcast. Your source for everything hip-hop, pop culture, sports, and more. Tune in, subscribe, enjoy. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of That's Absurd Podcast. I go by the name of Juno, a.k.a. Melvote. It's your boy, OG MAP. And your boy, Gray. And you know we back again for another week of the bullshits. Fellas, what have you guys been up to lately, man? Uh, for me, this weekend, decided to uh, head downtown. Uh, went to uh, an aquarium called Shed Aquarium, just, you know, the pastime. And after that, went to another uh, landmark called uh, Field Museum, a very large museum. Had a lot about, like, uh, different cultures, like, you know, even, like, from, like, uh, beginning of time from history, even uh, of the U.S., African culture, Native American. Marians and all that yeah, stuff. A lot of, all that stuff, yeah. It was it was good. Then uh, after that, I uh, decided to uh, head, out, head out to another neighborhood. Uh, this neighborhood where, like, uh, this is where uh, Obama's from, where he used to live. Uh, I, think he's, I think he moved back there again. But... Who knows? But um, <clears throat> do they really consider places where presidents grew up at landmarks? I bet. Yeah. Maybe not other places, but the yeah. first black guy, <laughs> the first black guy, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also too, uh, wanted to get a haircut, but like that barbershop was too busy, and there was a barbershop where like uh, he had got his haircut from. And they had uh, the seat that he, that he sat in. They had it like uh, cased in the glass. Play. <laughs> yeah, so no one said ass has been here, but once Obama said yeah. we had to shut it down and frame it. So it's once once you became president, there's been plenty of asses in that seat after. <laughs> once that nigga became president, then they want to frame a seat and shit. Yeah, he was the last 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 to sit in there. <laughs> Niggas be buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But also too, like that barbershop was also the barbershop, I think, uh, where they also uh shot the uh last where Ice Cube shot the last barbershop movie. Okay. Yeah, that that was I think that was that location too. Yeah, it, it was because they had the uh the whole video and everything when he came out. All the actors came out too, they had a whole line out there. Man. Then you know, stopped by and got some soul food. It was pretty good. And that was it. So I, ended I don't my know day. if soul food is ever going to be as good as soul food in the South. Well, no, if there's some good ones, like you, you never tried any uh, other places in New York? I have, but it just ain't the same. It don't I don't like soul food, period. I'm not a big soul food guy. Maybe it's just the, maybe it's just the Caribbean in me, though. <laughs> I had all other all Caribbean dishes. Maybe the Caribbean food like that though. Huh? You yeah, I love all Caribbean dishes, be it Haitian dishes, Cuban dishes. Um we have what about on the daily, like on the no, no, not not on the daily. I mean variations of it, you know. But um yeah. but I like Caribbean food more. I mean, when do how do I eat soul food like that? I don't think I've had I've had soul food sparingly. There's a real good soul food. Restaurant actually in downtown Orlando. Called you know what? what? Yeah, I think we went there, didn't we? Called what? I don't remember the name, bro. But I think uh, we went there. Was it? Yeah, I don't think it's that far off from downtown. It's one of the only popular. It's a black restaurant in downtown Orlando. Been around for a while. If he's talking about uh, Chef Eddie's, 
That shit shut down yeah. like two years ago, three years ago. I haven't been in a while. Oh wow. Yeah, they've been got that out there. Was that was that it? Was that one that been around for a while? Damn, so what happened? Man, them folks had all types of roaches and shit. Yeah, but you know, anytime the shit's cranking, once you see them motherfuckers got the health inspection, but the line's still wrapped around the door, that's how you know the food's still good. (laughs) (laughs) If it ain't no roaches in there, I don't want it. (laughs) It's not a lie, because what happens is the Caribbeans, the black and brown restaurants get scrutinized more. Trust me. Yeah, true. This shit's cranking. They send the fucking inspector there a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then they would have a big. I remember establishment. the owner I was t- the owner was telling us that she think it's uh some of these other businesses. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, it's like coming in and 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 infesting the the restaurant mm-hmm. with shit. I don't know if that's the reason. All I know is the the I used when I remember when I used to work at Sam's Club in the cafe area. We'd get one inspection every month or something like that. They'll let us slide on some shit. Report when people went out. It was way more lenient than you would think a regular restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the bigger brands, the man, trust me, the Taco Bells and the Burkings aren't as scrutinized as much as this mom and pop. And especially if yeah. they're a black and brown and their shit's cranking, man, that's why you see the shit be wrapped around the, the corner, but the ratings only be like a C or a D. But, but trust me, trust the people's taste buds. Uh, fuck that rating shit. If you yeah. see they got bad ratings, if you say they got a bad grade, but the lines wrapped on the corner, the food is mwah. That shit is Even awful. the Waffle Houses, they don't get, you know. Hit Listen, up the Waffle House, they deserve their rating. <laughs> <laughs> They're still in business, though. <laughs> but exactly. But even the Waffle House, the people speak. The people speak. Yeah. I can't say the Waffle House. Waffle House are dimly lit. Sometimes the chef ain't hey, he goes down that Waffle House, man. Yeah, exactly. People say, people say, people say, we didn't ask you for your ratings, though. Like, you know what you can't do here. <laughs> Maybe I haven't tweeted about that online. People talking about, oh, why the Waffle House did it tell us something? They say, hey, no one told this and this. Who asked you? People. <laughs> you know, another thing I noticed too, like even on the menus, like uh, in around the restaurant, sometimes they uh, they're forced to put up the labels, like you know, like uh, the uh, raw food consumption, raw yeah. meat consumption label, even though they don't serve raw meat. Yeah, they'll have to put just yeah, in case. but that's the yeah. thing. Like if they sell steak and shit. If mm-hmm. someone ordered it rare, then that's why you yeah, have too. to put that there. Cause yeah, they But I've seen it at the uh even at the Haitian restaurant where like we only only thing I could think is like what tasso, but and that stuff is fried, it's deep fried. Um just a liability checker. Yeah, people want to protect their protect their shops. But isn't even like places that serve like rare meat, I don't really see like they uh Put it out like that. You might see it on the side of uh right next to the uh to the steak menu. Side of the menu. But you're not gonna see it posted all around the restaurants and everything. Well, it's cause it's cause y'all niggas like to y'all niggas like to get sick and think y'all gonna come blame this restaurant. They gotta have them signs everywhere so y'all can see that shit. <laughs> that, that's just a sign to let you know you can't sue us, motherfucker. You got sick. You got sick. You know, a lot of those signs are fake. You can still sue them, but it's just to make you even like the wet floor sign. Even without the sign, they can still sue them with the sign there. But it leaves a lot of people thinking that they don't got a case with the signs there. You know what I'm saying? But that's just there. You know what I'm saying? 
to imagine how much lawsuits they avoid by people seeing that. Just thinking. Well, that's the thing. Will, will you win, though? Yeah, you can still win. Motherfuckers yeah, too all that. There's there's people that scam on a whole different level, bro. Like, really go to a girl. You, you be thinking it's petty that people go to a rest, go to a grocery store and slip and fall. We be thinking that shit don't really happen. But there's people that live like that, bro. Yeah, some people make a career out of it. Yeah, yeah make a career, make good money, too, because these places settle quick. And they yeah. want you to non-disclose, so they slip up, they see something spill on the floor of the Publix, whap, bam, get that lawsuit going. Then they go to another <laughs> store. It's insane. There's people that actually do it. That's why they'll tell these companies, they'll tell you, hey, man, make sure you watch your stuff. It'd be a pain in the ass, especially if you're like a vendor at some of these places, like uh, like, like a Walmart and stuff like that. They don't like you to bring your pallets on the floor and shit like that, making your job a lot harder because, yeah, they get sued right and left, man. Part of the game. People get away with what they can get away with. What about you, Nate? What you been up to this week? I see you didn't get well, your shit fixed. Yeah, I probably push. Well, I pushed it back to this Tuesday. Um, that was last Tuesday. I, you pushed it back. Remember the Tuesday I had? I had the one that I got in. I went in the. I went. I went outside the the. Um, I waited outside for a long time. Signed in, and they their system wasn't synced. They said, "Oh, it's auto generated." So they pushed me back. So that one, I went I went to a different dentist on Friday, and that original one that's supposed to be this upcoming Tuesday, I canceled it because they was trying to give me a, a crown. They're trying to fix your shit. They're trying to give me a crown for 1200 but what I was originally going to get is just the bond that I've been at, which is like $200, $200 difference. The bond lasts you like two, three years. The crown, they said, you're probably going to be good. I was like, let me go with the bond right now. You know, Let me see that these next two years. I guess two hundred dollars opposed to twelve hundred. I'll take it. you know I can last a couple more years or two hundred and find a if I if I do the bond on the line. So that's Tuesday the eighteenth was the earliest they had open. So okay. it wasn't too bad, you know. Other than that, um, I went down. We went down to um the day party. I did two things this weekend. I went to a um, a, like I guess a weed and psychedelics expo next in in, in Miami. So they had edibles, HCMs, um, pre-rolls, all sorts of shit. Um, it, it's crazy. And and especially because Florida is not fully, it's not really legal here. So there's like this other type of weed they're trying to push. I forgot what the strand it's is like called. Delta what, 9, level. Delta 8? Yeah, Delta 8 bullshit. So I had to make sure each one I get, don't give me that. If you do, make sure that the strength is super strong. But that's the only, that's the way around it is the Delta 8. But um. Other so how, than that, how much you know, money you end up spending? Not too much, man. You know, whatever. I didn't spend. I don't use. I'm good as you know. I'm good with the pack that we usually get. You know, that's the thing with edibles. Once you once you stick with your source, you 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 stick to what you know. I might buy one extra pack of what I don't know of just in case, but you can't really take no risk with edibles because too much bullshit out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't no the dip, question, no dip, none of that. No. You didn't yeah. answer the question, though, Nate. How much money you spent at the um, weed, maybe like, at the weed convention? How much, bro? I'm telling you not much because I got me a pack. I got me maybe two, maybe 100, 200. Not much. Uh, they 200. Yeah. And that's only because, like, uh, we got a lemonade for, like, I got a lemonade. It was, like, $15. And they had, like, little, like, Reese's Pieces type stuff that was, like, 25 milligrams. So it was nothing. And I got, like, a big, I got, like, the, the kind that I got you so not much, man. I got plenty of. I don't trust these new. And I'm saying, even though I know the, the the strength is supposed to be good, but you know, there's too much bullshit edibles out there than for you to be just spending without trying for it. So. Yeah, that pack you gave me, bro. I I probably ate one. Uh huh. Any strength? 
I don't know, bro. I was I was fucked up. It was very fucked up already. <laughs> you looked already back. Up, so. <laughs> what else they had? Did they have like you know like extra uh, dessert cupcakes? And... They had all that. Yeah, I got yeah. a lemonade. I got a couple of what's name, but I, like I said, I don't. I don't. We just went to go do it, and I definitely didn't want to try any psychedelics. That mushrooms, that all that shit. <laughs> it's crazy. I would, I would love to get into the weed business, man. What sucks is when you go to these places, you oh, close. Like I said, majority of them, nine times out of ten, there's not black people um, running them. Like I think I had, there might have been maybe one black vid. Yeah, one black vid upfront, uh, upfront, uh, upfront fee. Yeah, but this is in this is in Florida. This isn't really. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But this this isn't on the the one that when you get to the big shop, this is like the almost like the legal one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like to start to get like anything start, like you, you gotta uh you gotta pay like a, a high fee just to just for administrative cost. Yeah, and um, that. you can get your license in Florida. You know the thing is I found out I thought that you couldn't get your license. If you get your weed license, you can't have your gun license. But as long as you have your gun license first, you can get your weed license. You get it? Yeah. Ah, that's, that's the workaround. <laughs> that's the workaround. But if you get that weed license, you ain't getting the gun license, though. But uh, other than that, and then the next following day, we end up going to your the, the brunch spot, you know, Juno's in, um, what was that, in Miami? Uh, that's more like Hollywood. Yeah, and that was about it, man. How about you? What's your weekend look like? Uh, let's see. I ended up uh, going to a doctor's office to uh, see a general surgeon. Take a look at my what's that shit called? It's a lymph node. Yeah. Uh, so they scheduled me for uh, surgery on, I think next Wednesday. They're gonna slice that bad boy right off. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna cut your boy open, uh, slice it out. Uh, Did they even have to put you down? I don't know. I don't. I didn't ask no questions. They just told me this. Come show up this day. We'll get it taken <laughs> care of. I was like, okay. It is what it is. I've been, I've been putting it off for a long time. So, mm. I think I go on the sixteenth or something like that. Other than that, it was the weekend, man. The weekend went went to brunch on Sunday. Got got a little fucked up. Shit, shit was wild. I don't, I don't, I, I just remember playing Jenga. And yeah, then, playing horrible Jenga, five hundred dollar Jenga. That they mm. only tell you after you play the hand. But like, oh, good thing you didn't miss that. That's five hundred dollars. And I was like, "What kind of rules is that?" Word <laughs> lost, and yet he didn't want to pay. Time. He didn't know. I said nobody knew. So I like your ignorance doesn't doesn't spare you from consequence. Right. That's how I go. That means all that means is you have the same risk as everyone else. Just because you didn't know there was fentanyl in that drug you sold, you still you still took the drug. <laughs> you still sold the drug, buddy. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I was, I, 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 I was, I was in our section. Next thing you know, I turn around and shit is fucking flooded. Yep, yep. Out of nowhere, and I'm like, shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. So, niggas was gone. Brunch was good. Had a great time. Um, this is why we gotta start charging people no show tax. You know what I'm saying? That VIP would have been all ours by ourselves if we had the expected amount of people to show up. But, you know, the club expected to make their money. Yeah. Less heads, they expected to get their bottles. So they're going to 
They're going to use both tables if they got to. I think I started off with like 22 people saying they was going to go. Yeah, you got to collect the money up front next time. That number dropped down to like 11 uh, by the time we got there. But shit, I still had a good time. Everything was good. Food was good. Liquor was good. Got me some deck. You know, Nate went to the uh, to the weed convention and and spent like six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Had gummies on deck, so it was all good, man. It was a great time. It was definitely lit. I but um, yeah, I had the the lemonade was crazy though. That was my first time taking like a weed lemonade. You feel that shit almost within like maybe ten minutes, if even that. Oh, you nah, took it, you took it while like, you was over there, or you took it when you got home? I took it when I got home. I took it like yesterday. It's not as strong as the gummies because it comes and goes quicker. Yeah, I wasn't about. I was. I wasn't about to drink that shit with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did tell you about that. Say, you know, that right now, this really, but the it's a it's a stronger strength. But like I said, because it's liquid, it gets out your system a little quicker. It goes through you. Yeah, <laughs> you're still drinking water or anything else, so you you wash out the the fairly quick while. With gummies, that that shit's in your digestive system. It's just in the wild, you be you can go as long as almost twenty four hours still feeling the effects with gummy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to have the dessert, like the cake and the. Uh, yeah, I've had brownies. I got a brownie connect on that. That shit's on point. Mm. Uh, be yeah, already. Let me get in these absurdities. It's a bit of a slow week. It's been a bit of a slow week. Where I want to start off in... with. What's up? Where I want to start off with politics. Hip-hop. Yeah, let's. Well, let's start politics. Yesterday, a rumor dropped that Biden administration was going to be giving out crack pipes. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and everyone had a whole uproar. Um, so, I saw a post on Facebook about it. <laughs> what's up? I saw a post on Facebook. Yeah, there's all the uproar. Um, but, you know, come to find out a day later. But, I mean, I guess the first reason, yeah, I don't know why people's uproaring about, there's plenty of places where they give out the, the government or local municipalities giving out um, free needles. You know what I'm saying? Because they do it to prevent prevent sickness and passing disease yeah, and shit like it's that. it's a prevention of spreading diseases. Exactly. Yeah, because I guess like, they figure they're going to do it anyway, so... It is, and so you might as well give them a cleaner way to do it and shit like that. Some people are like, oh, no, this is messed up. They're trying to mess up black people some more. I was like, I'm like well, one, I was like, because I get, when they didn't do it for black people, people were like, it's racist. How come we got giving these these heroin addicts free needles in these white neighborhoods? They're like, all right, we're giving free needles, and they're doing, they're doing, we're giving out free crack pipes as well. You know what I'm saying? But either way, it came out that it wasn't true. They're like, we're not putting our money behind in it or indirectly or directly for any pipes, but there are companies that are out there that, that provide such services for health, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, for transmission of disease and stuff like that, but yeah. people try to get on. You know, Wagon, you know Biden can't get any good news out, bro. Even when he's doing good, there's just a blockage there. There's just something that's happening where you can't find out nothing. Anytime this dude does something good, it just doesn't doesn't stay in the press long. And you know why? Because he's not uh, serving like he's... Uh... His uh, core base, like no, even, even when he serves his base, dog, like 
I think the media has done a good job at once they frame you a certain Brighton's out over 20, 30 years of him. Whenever he speaks, we're gonna pay attention to catch him say the wrong serve. That's why I say well Kevin really like deal with the uh the student debts. Well, what up? That's one of them. But he that, did. That, that's, he that's the main thing. That's that's. Uh, he, he cleared out about six million student debts. He cleared out a lot. That's that's, that's it. Not six million dollars. I'm talking about like six million students. Okay, six million students. Yeah, that's a lot. But that message don't go out there. You know what I'm saying? I didn't but, hear about that shit. Yeah, for the people that went to like the fucked up schools, like the Kaiser Institutes, all those uncredited shits, he went back and had them shits taken off. He did? Yeah. So a lot of kids that, but you know, most people didn't go to them fucked up schools that ain't around anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of them that folded, he did that. Like I said, he has an issue with whatever he does why, do something. Why is he protecting the fucking people that got scammed? Like, ain't nobody Well, that's the first people. The, that's the easiest one. That's your first tell you to go to that shit. You could have just it's, went to a regular school. It's like not everybody else. You know, but you already know half of the issue with, 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 with when you bail out the students is people that didn't go to school going to say, I didn't tell you to go to school. You should have got a trade. Now, yeah, other people going to say, they went. <laughs> exactly. But the other people that went, went to school, they're going to say, they went to school, they tried to do the right thing. The school ended up being a fraud. They shouldn't be stuck with the bill. At least some people say, I, I'll give you that. That makes some sense. That's true, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but there's like, if you didn't go to school and it was legit, and no one told you to pick that trade, that's the issue. Half the thing. That's America. Like we said, that's America in a uh, uh, pretty much, you know, people like, hold on, why he getting? I didn't get it. You know yeah, but it's entitled, man. It's it's like it's the same thing. Like you could bust your ass, you know, for like ten plus years and working, you know, like to build something, and then this motherfucker who just like came up, never did anything. Think you should get the same result as you got. Yep. So because like, of that, people don't like it. But you know, it's a double sided sword though, because with that is the same reason why we'll never get reparations, because these white folks are gonna say. Oh no! Why should they, um I didn't I didn't lock them up this that and the third I didn't I didn't only say why should get it but then yet their family members benefited when the government was giving their free land and shit. so they they can still they benefit yeah they're ahead and can still benefit from it even though they can try to say they didn't do it they benefit from it but they can't see how we can how we got hurt from it you know what I'm saying yeah they don't care they just don't care they just don't wanna... I don't know if it's a they, 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 they don't see it they just don't care they just don't wanna... I don't want to give them all that, that they don't care. I don't want to just say they don't care. I, that's too easy with Papa. I want to just say human it's, nature. It's not something to not understand, like, really. No, nah, because it happens everywhere. It's no different than when, like, the islanders, let's say, like, Haitians go to Jamaica, they start complaining about them there because they're undermining getting work for cheaper. Or when they go to DR, the same thing. Everyone's an immigrant on a different area. No places that welcome immigrants. Because they come in for cheaper, this, that, and the third. And they're getting, especially if they come in, like in Africa, a lot of Africans don't like us. Americans going there, buying businesses and certain stuff up. Yeah. Because they've been struggling. They're like, oh, y'all motherfuckers coming here with money, raising the price. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. likes outsiders coming in because. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's just the thing of human nature. People take for granted. Well, like, yes, outsiders, but like, you know, African Americans are not outsiders. To who? To Africa? They are not to like uh you know US like you know getting what? reparations since when? Well, exactly. These white folks. I don't, know, I don't know what America you live in, nigga. <laughs> yeah, they're outside. <laughs> but I'm not saying they may see it like that, but they're really not. What do you mm-hmm. think they tell Africans when they say African Americans? What do you think white people say? You think white people tell them go back to your country? They tell them the, the same Afri- thing. The African Americans. Yeah, they'll tell them go back to your country. 
<laughs> you know, they have this thing that's just what you think these white folks distinguish. And, and the funny thing is, like, for like for a person to tell somebody to go somewhere else, like, bro, like you don't own this shit, bro. Not only that, like, it's the fact that the African American own this shit, like, and you have no fucking authority to tell anybody to go go back anywhere. Also, the fact like, that the African American you just here to do your little time and be gone, like, so yeah, your time shut the fuck up and be gone, like, you know, just. Not, not only that, but the, the African American probably probably has a longer lineage here than they even do. But you're telling them to go back to the country. That's the fucking slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My nigga was talking about the Biden administration. They've been catching um, hell all week. Yeah, they always like I said, they always catching. What else? What else has you seen them catch? Some shit about uh, his one of his top advisors had to be like forcibly removed from the from the White House or some shit, some bullshit. They thought they thought Trump was running a uh, shit show. <laughs> Fucking Biden doing the Come same on. shit. So oh. I think it's gonna be hard for any president after Trump because the the amount of eyes and and shit that's on the presidency and all that shit yeah. now, yeah. motherfuckers got their eyes on that bitch and reading through everything. I would say it started when uh, <clears throat> Obama became president. Because before that, motherfuckers didn't care nothing about politics. Niggas didn't give no shit about politics. People did. People no, did. not really. Not there good. are people who were, there it, are it, separate it, people who were politics into politics. Politics wasn't pop culture. Now it is pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. After Obama, it became pop pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. That's why everybody have their opinion about this, about that. Now you should have done this. But whole time be, before that, Nobody really give it gave a damn. Yep. It, what I'm only thing I'm seeing that was removed is that he for he, he's removing he's ousting a Trump loyalist from his advisory board. I don't know if that's what it is. There's a couple of things like that. Someone like you know, he has certain people that for his COVID advisory panel and stuff like that. He's kicking some of them out that like I niggas loyal to Trump. Yeah. I ain't been doing but so in Discord this whole time, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, he also he's also catching criticism for uh, the uh, judge he's supposed to appoint. Yeah, I think we spoke about that. Him having appointing a black judge and people saying appointing a black female judge. Yeah, yeah, that's that shit is that shit is is kind of wild, bro. Like, imagine you post a job posting and say, you know what, we're hiring we're hiring a black female, even if any any. That's not how they say it. When they when they how they used to do it back in the days, we're hiring. Colors need not apply. So this one they say we're hiring Why all they... colors except black females need not apply. <laughs> so they're not selling you guys because they just only the rest. Y'all don't need to apply. That was like, you know the one thing. <laughs> it only sounds wild. Everything you do sounds wild when you're doing um what's the thing called when they're getting black folks when people saying Black folks are coming in through jobs. They when they force to hire colored folks, what they called affirmative action. Affirmative action sounds wild when a company is forced to hire black folks or women and stuff like that. But without that, motherfuckers just the, affirmative the action. I think affirmative action, like you have to hire a certain amount of uh, black folks, yeah. which which makes sense if you if you say you're uh, equal opportunist, then. Thirteen percent of your fucking company should be black. Then, 
No, but like I said, if it's your company, you should be able to hire who you want for your company. If I want this bitch to be nothing but family members, I should be able to do that. If I want it to be nothing but my community, I should be able to do that. But if they didn't do shit like that, black folks will. Some of the reason black people don't have jobs is because of affirmative action. Some of these places. Because these places are just gone. But what they stick to what they know, hire their own people. Mm. With, without these laws in the books, these motherfuckers, as we see, when they weren't there, they weren't hiring. Plenty of jobs had opening. They'll say black folks need not apply. Like we're doing bad. We got bad customer service, but still we'll just go without. Black folks need not apply. So that's why some of these laws are in the book. So that's the reason the whole time this country has been around over 400 plus years. And motherfuckers still ain't having not one black woman be a a judge. A, a judge Supreme yet. Court judge. Yeah, hasn't been a federal court judge yet. So it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? And how long is her views not counted this whole time? So how can we still, it's wild, like they said, that we're still even having firsts this long in America, that we're still saying first this, or first we, that we've we been got around. A lot of first, we yeah. got a lot of first to achieve. <laughs> yeah, we've got a whole lot more because 99% of the time we've just been white men. Had this shit been, we, imagine how much further we would have been had we just been rotating and trying shit out all along. But we're like, oh, we're just going to keep sticking to it, keep sticking to it all the way through. So the, the, that shit is kind of wild on, on that aspect, but um. It does sound kind of wild, but like I said, but anytime you do anything progressive, like even if they're going to look at it, if you did uh, reparations, they're going to sound like wild. People say, how the fuck these people that are three, four years removed, three, four generations removed from slavery going to get a check? I didn't do anything. It sounds wild. Everything sounds, anything progressive or when you're paying dues back for something that was done before sounds wild, but it's the only rightful way to do it. I look like, don't make any sense. Yeah, also saw a post about what was it, the... Uh anti-lynching bill and uh said there's been like so many attempts to like get that to pass and even like there's still no it's it's haven't been like there's still no success of it getting passed i don't understand what's the the thing on anti-lynching murder is already murder is already against it so can you lynch somebody it's already a it's already assault what's the bill gonna do make it official you know it's like something that i guess like uh it's mainly focused, mainly because if the lynching works, you die. Yeah. They already got your murder charge. It was yeah, just, but it's not something that you know normally happens to other race. Oh, uh, I get you. It has a form of you know uh, crime. Yeah, I get you, man. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Even murder. murder is murder. Yeah, but that's how some people like it. Murder is murder. We don't need to super categorize it. But that's how some people feel. But then, then they, but then they put. Remember, they made hate crime. They made killing a cop a hate crime, which doesn't make no fucking sense. Because yeah. you could put on a suit. Anybody can be. You're not born with the suit on. You take the collar shirt off. I don't know you're a cop. But trying to see that video where that, uh, those, uh, what was it, three white girls are trying to lynch this one guy? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It does make sense. There's hate crimes that's happening. Just like motherfuckers running synagogues and hanging people. All sorts of hate crimes. But all hate crimes do is elevate yeah. the charge. But when it's murder... But once it's murder, what is elevated for murder? It's already murder charge. Yeah, but you see, like every every group is getting, you know, their own separate. I guess you know, it's just uh, attaching it to a, a hate. Yeah. I guess it's automatically a hate crime. But well, you have the Asian uh, anti, you know, uh, Asian. Uh, yeah, but they have them. Just like if you if you beat a gay guy, that just got passed under Biden. Yeah, if you beat a gay guy, um. You get hit, charged with a hate crime. I'm saying if you beat a a a, a Jewish guy, you get charged with a hate crime. You charge it. You beat you beat a black guy, you get charged with a 
Yeah, but I do. Do these have like an actual? Those those are the folks they have their uh, actual bill. Only one that had their actual one that I know of that was specifically was the Asian one. Okay, but no no one else. Everyone else has kind of been. It falls under the parameter under hate crime. No, it's like I feel like what two, three events, four events. It was way more than that. That Asians been getting their ass whooped. (laughs) Ever since COVID rollout, niggas been building ass. Niggas been beating their asses with. But uh, yeah, it was fast in the span of how long other groups been suffering. Yeah, it was a blink of an eye, definitely that. But <laughs> but they've been getting uh, some motherfuckers have been assaulting them for no reason for a minute. But, but this is a powerful group, man. What do you want? You know, flex their muscles, say I'll tighten up. Um, what else we got in politics? So you might as well put this on politics. I put it in on pop culture since we're already on that. It's uh, like uh, it kind of it kind of aligned. Uh, black spending uh, reached uh, 1.6 trillion, but net worth is down 14. percent Yeah, I see it. We're buying too much um, liability. Is not enough assets. Yeah, I see. You know the flex for the gram. All those, you know, coaches, bosses, all those. Yeah, if you if you <laughs> if your net if your income as long as your your wealth is tied to something that's growing, you can make you gonna make money. So if you had stocks, a home. In some cases, if you had the right car, if you had a truck, you know, we should have went up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in this market. But yeah. you know, most of the time, cars fall down. But you know how trucks right now, them shits is um, through the roof. But it doesn't seem like that's what's happening right now. You know, like, net worth should have been up also. Yeah, but how much people are buying homes? Yeah, but and niggas, all niggas not saving money. They're not saving money. Everybody's just spending bread. Yeah, you blowing bread. It's not just uh, saving. I mean, that wouldn't be net worth either. I mean, you're talking about like uh, land, real estates, businesses. Yeah, but debt plays a big role of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, debt plays a big role. Credit card debt, school debt, that subtracts your net worth as well. So if you didn't pay down debt, that affects your net worth. You could buy all the shit you want, but you didn't pay down debt. That subtracts your net worth as well. And, uh, you know and and debt's always compounding. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't just say, you owe me, you don't owe me anymore. If it goes to the creditor's hand, they still timing from the time they got it. Is that the only deal is can you set up for a fraction? So, I mean, but 14 number is a big number. I mean, that's... Which one? need to be down by 14. That's... By 14%? Well, yeah. Trump told y'all what else you got to lose, and we see y'all got more to lose. There's always more to lose. Remember I said that? There's always more to lose. Don't think there's not more. You're projecting it's going to go down to zero. It's going to go to the negatives. Negative. Good guy. Motherfuckers (laughs) could have a negative net worth. (laughs) That's what's probably happening. There's probably a lot of people that have a negative net worth that's affecting the numbers of people that's balling. I can see that, especially the way you can see the way motherfuckers were hating. When you see people were hating online or every day you see people complaining about the scammers getting locked up. Oh, that's what they get. You've seen the workers, how the workers rejoice each time a scammer gets locked up online. It made me realize, yeah, niggas ain't eating out here. The crabbiness, the crabbiness is really out there. Yeah, if that shit doesn't affect you, I don't know what you what you rejoicing for when the nigga yeah. get locked up for scamming. They love it, bro. They rejoice. And like they that re- shit came out of your pocket. They rejoice. Now, like, I don't see white folks going all Jumping for joy when Paul Manafort niggas weren't uh, um, when that dude's um, basically giving up $30, 40000000 million dollars in less than his jail time. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, y'all don't wonder what this motherfucker got this type of money? That's a, that's a different type of bag. Y'all worried about these black guys. Y'all talking about Pretty Rick in them because he had to give up a million dollars and do for. I mean, he he got he bucked a million dollars. He got it two years in jail. So I'm like, that's what his ass get. One two years for a million dollars is a great trade off. Yeah, that's five hundred a year. Yeah, that's, that's a great trade off. You ask me. And two, I was like, what is that? I ain't saying that money ain't come out my pocket. What the hell I give it? How many people wouldn't go sit down for two years for a million? Yeah, it's just insane to me. It's a great niggas, niggas went for less. <laughs> exactly, niggas went for a lot less. <laughs> They can be 20 years for less than that. That's a great trade-off. But that, I already, that could be what it is. So much people, um, wealth and income is tied to also just employment, yeah. single employment. And you know these jobs are paying you just what they have to pay you, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. And with but, housing and, 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 and everything else going up. But looking at the explosion, you know, how like, you know, everybody, you know, like looking like they're doing fine. Everybody's well, that's stunned, the thing. Like, like everybody's <laughs> uh, everybody's becoming their own boss and saying they work for themselves. And then they're, mm-hmm. they're making less money than they made when they were working in nine to five. That's true. They just don't realize it because you think you balling because you you have all these sales, but your expenses are super high. So you're yep. you're. Your profit, your profit margin is lower than what you were making at your nine to five. So you were better off at your nine to five. As I'm saying, Not only that, in a way, in like two, three years, all, all of a sudden, everybody became millionaires. I'm like, ah, damn. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, even if you ha- had making more money, if you had poor money management before you made money, you're just gonna have it on a bigger scale now. So True. you're likely to have even more debt now that you have more money. You just have more nice things. Yeah, true. You made the first million, and you 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 uh jump into buying the the uh, the limbo, the Cullinan. The- exactly. You made, the first, you made the million, but you spent two point one million. Now you bit. You know what I'm saying? Now shit 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 gets real real quick. And got the big crib. Then got you know all that taking trip already. So, but every other group, I mean, their net worth is up. The Hispanic net worth went up. I could see that, man. I could see that. That's why. What? Uh, what? What? What's name to uh, Eddie Murphy and then Rick James? What is that? They should have never gave you niggas money. Oh, <laughs> classic! That was a hilarious one. They gave the reparation episode. They should have never gave you niggas money, niggas. <laughs> you give them people a big windfall in too short of a time, and they don't get to learn about it. Um, yeah, as I'm saying, the consequences are. I remember seeing something online that he talking about. If you gave everyone in the world money, let's say if you gave everyone else a million dollars. Yeah, I heard it. What was it? It was a. Uh, if you did redistribute all the money in the world. Yeah, they said within it like. Going, it just going back to the people that got the money. Yeah, they said within yeah. a within a year or so, something like that, it would just come right back to the same rich people all over again. You know? <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's just insane. In this case, it might be even. It might be even uh, worse. Nah, that shit is is, is wild. It but, might be uh, worst, yeah. Yeah, to expect the bottom group, like I said, that's why when you pass broad based um, policies for everyone, the guy at the bottom is still gonna hurt because he's with everyone. He's still, I mean, he's not gonna, he's gonna still be at the bottom. His position doesn't change. If you want his position to change, you gotta 
tackle him directly. You got to do something for him specifically to elevate yeah, him. You know, that's elevate. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. That's why women's income grows because they pass women-specific businesses. They have women-based um, loans you can get or startups because I guess there's studies that show when the women businesses do good, the community does good, stuff like that. So there's plenty of like women initiatives, but you already know like men, you, you'll fall to the wayside. You shit ain't right. And you say it nonetheless, <laughs> but if they didn't tackle that, they weren't able to, they started closing, as I said, a gender wealth gap or the wealth gap in general for women has been closing a little bit more because they were tackling specific, specifically. But if you don't tackle either be a race or certain groups specifically, you're not going to see the results. So that shit is wild. Yeah. Um, what so else? post, uh, he had like two, uh, what was it? It says, uh, would you rather uh, be poor, rich, or middle class. Yeah, yeah, I just seen that today. And like I said, I'd rather be, you only want to be two, though, rich or poor. Though. Don't get caught in the middle. <laughs> it's in the middle. It does. Middle pays the most taxes. You have the less protection. You make too much money to get welfare. You know what I'm saying? You don't make enough to be <laughs> the middle, have the less incentives, and you're, you're, you're putting the bill for everyone in America. You're footing the bill for the, the 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 guy that's not doing nothing. You're footing the bill for the billionaire that's on vacation. The middle is his bread and butter. Uh, that's what America. That's what America thrives on. <laughs> yeah. But if, um, only other thing we have in politics is Florida passed the no gay law. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's 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 moved on to another part. I think Congress passed it. I don't know if it's going to another part now. But, um, you know, they're trying to take away the word gay from history books and stuff like that that speak on such things. Um, Say gay, gay in gay. history books? Yeah, you know, like to teach it in school. Um, the history of a... So what, what do they want to replace that word with? They have to replace it with a word? They're just going to probably not speak on it. You know, that's the issue. If you think that... Democrats are leaning a little bit too large, or the schools have gone a little bit too much LGBTQ thing. But that's why it's always both sides always go too hard. The left goes too hard trying to make everything about gender. The right goes too hard straight censorship. They already took away a lot of Black history stuff in the books, like they said, making it seem like it was for critical race theory. They basically Florida passed a law that made it where you get in trouble to teach anything that makes. the white kids feel um, uncomfortable, which I don't know how they're gonna enforce that. How do you how do you say what makes them feel uncomfortable? What do they feel uncomfortable about um, George Washington? Yeah, it's like sorry. it's such a it's such a broad base, but they did it to kill off the critical, and they made it where you can sue the teacher specifically. This is why the Republicans are smart. Wow, the same way they did with the the the, the abortion bill, they made it where. I can sue an abortion attorney, even though I have nothing to do with the abortion. Let's say you and your girl have an abortion. I have nothing to do with y'all, but I can go sue the doctor for giving your girl an abortion. And you already know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you already know how this state is. You're going to be tied up in court all day filing, suing motherfuckers I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now they're doing that with the, the thing where you can go after the teacher specifically if she does teach, if you feel like she's teaching something. So who's going to put their, their, their money uh, up on the line teaching some shit because they want to teach your kid proper history. They're going to say, nah, I'm just going to... They say we ain't talking about Martin Luther King or any of these folks, we ain't going to talk about it. Simple as that. They're going to say, Martin Luther King fought for something. We can't specify what he fought for, guys. 
but he fought for something. But and he then fought. We're gonna go <laughs> he fought a good fight, guys. He fought a good fight. That's what I got to It's laws like that. That's kind of crazy. Um, that's why some people be adamantly Republican. I'm like, how are you going to be? Both sides are evil, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say when I, people say it's not the same, I'm like, yeah, both sides are evil. Because that's what I think side, you should do. One side's trying to erase history. One side's trying to hate history. The other side's trying to, you know, trying to create a whole circus out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so I think you should move cap, uh, Florida's capital further south, man. Even further? <laughs> Even further? It's not good where it's at, man. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, you, oh, it's not a good representative of, of the state. It doesn't. It doesn't look like Florida at all. <laughs> So the capital should be in, in uh, what do you think, Alabama? Not Alabama, but um, somewhere like in the middle or, or further south, like maybe in Orlando or near in between Orlando and Tampa, in between Orlando and South Florida. Well, I mean, Tallahassee isn't like rural like that anyway, so Tallahassee yeah, Tall- is a college town. It's a college it's town. Good. You know that's fucking liberal as fuck. Yeah, it's not... What you're getting from Florida has nothing to do with, yeah, Tallahassee, yeah. The way you, yeah, Florida's voting, you think Florida's, you think. The, the, the college and the college students are liberal, but the resident there, they're conservative as hell. Yeah, but I don't know if they're the ones out here pushing. I'm pretty sure these stuff are coming from, because these are grown kids that are, who knows? It could be. It could be from their parents there. It's, it's insane. It, it just, we have like a, a corporation. Mm-hmm. Their employees are. Uh, yeah, the employees are liberal. But the, the corporation is yeah. <laughs> the corporation is, is, is right. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it's wild. So like I said, they're trying to kill history and now they're going after the the word gay and stuff like that and trying to take that from textbooks and you know uh, we'll see how that works. What do you say? <laughs> um I could see it passing because, like I said, we do know the LGBT community has had pushed the envelope a lot, and a lot of people are fed up with it. A lot of people yeah. say, "Over, get them up, get them up out of there." But um, critical race theory, just like they tackled critical race theory, but that was never big in school. I don't know schools that were making kids do anything bad. That's so it's crazy like that. But you know, to each his own. Everybody want to fight, fight the good fight. You know what I'm saying? Try to. <laughs> well, I'll say for. Uh... For us black people and the black kids to say, you know, they feel offended by uh, Robert E. Lee about anything. We do. And when we, when we fight to get the statues and stuff removed, they said that we're killing heritage. That's That was their excuse. So y'all supposed to rub y'all shit in our faces all the time, and, and we supposed to just take it. But when we selling y'all get rid of these stuff, oh, it's our heritage. This shit, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers, it's wild. Hypocrite. It's hypocrite. Yeah, it's hypocrite. Hypocrisy. Yep. Well, ultimately, you know, power doesn't just fold up and go away, though. It goes with, it's got to fight tooth and nail. And I think that's what people don't understand, though. Motherfuckers empowering just gonna say, all right, guys, y'all got us. It's been a good run. They're like, nah, you got the pride us from our hands. So we might as well switch over to hip hop. So your Nate's favorite rapper, top it's five rapper, is now a stand up comedian. Mr. <laughs> T.I. Clifford yep. Harris. King of the South. <laughs> King of the South. He can do anything. When do He's, you know your... Uh, when, when has the best rapper ever said, I'm going to go get on the stage and do stand-up comedy? When you're good enough to do anything. Did you listen to the stand-up? 
I, I've seen little snippets. I don't think he lets you record his whole thing. Just say, you know, it's still working on material, but the stuff I heard so far was pretty decent. And if he's actually on the road working out his craft, it's good. He's gonna get better. I always thought rappers could do comedy, anyways. I think the grind. I remember I said that on here. I think the grind as a rapper is harder than a comedian. So if they ever went to that space, they would flourish. Yeah, but they got to be funny. Think yeah, be but funny? you know people that are funny. The reason they're funny is because they work their set. They'll do the same set day in, day out at small venues, and they take out the sorry parts and get the good parts. Motherfuckers, that's why some of the people that we grew up with that were legends, that were funny, they're still doing the same jokes 20 years later because they only was able to give us an hour of funny in 20 years. You know what I'm saying? But a rapper, a guy that's used to throwing away lyrics, throwing away freestyles, creating cross. I always thought a rapper in the comedy space, there's going to be easy money. If you're a creative, you're a thinker, you can take out, pull it and pull out, pull it and pull out. Most of these comedians can't do that. I, I think Trey Getty would be a great comedian. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just the trade-off that you're willing to do. If you're a funny man, are you still be able to see him as a tough guy? And when you're a rapper, you don't want to be seen as a funny man sometimes saying, very few want to go that lane. They want to do that persona. But T.I.'s rap horizon has already left. He's gone. He's a legend on that aspect. He's not still chasing TV. I mean, chasing music charts. So now's the perfect time to let me pivot on to this comedy scene. Yeah, once you hit the comedy stage, you ain't, ain't, no, ain't no coming back with that tough guy shit. Exactly. That's what I mean. But it's a perfect transition. You think T.I. is going to be able to make that transition? I haven't seen him doing sets, and I haven't heard no bad reviews. You know, motherfuckers quick to hate on Ti, and I've been seeing nothing but good, good reviews. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, I think it's dope, man. If he hangs around with enough comedians and he does take it seriously, you know, you know, if you follow like brilliant idiots or shit like that, you know, someone like Andrew Schultz so speaking on comedy, they take that shit like a sport. If you do it enough, dog, you can start sharpening your things and getting better. We've seen people do it in shorter times. Look at like Amanda Seals. So when she got her special and shit like that, if you actually going out every day, getting your best comedy out, this that and the third, you you can you can you can make a stand. You can do some dope shit. We'll see, only time to tell. And there's variations of comedy. There's comedy people that are not all the way funny. Some of them are like storytellers, like philosophers, like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, even when the special ain't that funny, you getting some solid gems. So you can get to that level. You get some people that are just funny straight through and through. Like a Cat Williams, you know what I'm saying? You get some people that are situationally funny, like a Kevin Hart. So there's different aspects you can get out of comedy. Uh, but I, I, I would like to see, you know, I would like to see maybe even a T.I., not even like a ludicrous go into it. There's people that we knew that was kind of funny that if they would have made that segue over, that shit would have been fucking hilarious. Nah, I like my rap. I like my rap. Rippity rap. Yeah, they're rappers, but they're done now. They're done rapping. They done... Niggas ain't never done rapping, B. Come on. You, you, these guys are at the point they're not, they're, they're uh, too smart to get a bad deal anymore. So the label's not going to push them. They can't be dropping shit and only selling 20,000. It, 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 tarnish, it tarnishes their brand. Face. It's not, yeah, rapping is also very youth oriented, but it's still that the fact that these boys are too rich, they, they know too much and they'd be getting bad deals. So they're not, they're not going to be plugged into the system anymore. So it makes sense that they're gonna go to radio, go to TV, and they're gonna do some other shit to stay plugged in. But they're not about to sign a record deal all over again for another five albums and after tour and do shit. They don't. It don't make no sense. Wait till the uh, comedy street and they start passing out three sixties. 
I'm back where I started. Oh, I'm back where I started. I did say. The comedy industry has exploded so much now because there's comics, there's Instagram comics, social media comics, people yeah, that yeah. are popping online. They could um just, you know, they get sets just from doing the little clips. There's walkthrough money. So it's just, it's just a different bag, man. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that makes me realize that's kind of crazy about it, it's kind of like, I feel like T.I. is almost like an athlete. He did his time. He served his team. He got his championships. How come he don't ride off to the sunset? It makes me realize this guy must have a very expensive lifestyle that he has to take a broadcasting gig right afterwards. Because right? I'm always wondering, how do you, Shaq's like the only one I give the excuse for. The rest, I don't understand. I'm like, bro, you've been out the house every day for 10, 20 years. You retire, you got a shitload of money. Why the fuck you just don't go home? Why shouldn't I be seeing you on my on my Monday Night Lives and shit like that? Shaq's <laughs> the only one we know that's just doing it because he wants to. You know, that guy got a different kind of, you're getting different kind of bread. Like, I always liked the fact that we never saw Jordan again. Jordan rode off into the sunset. No, he didn't. He, didn't like, he went to go on his basketball team. No, that was years after. But, I mean, the fact that he never did broadcasting. He was like, nigga, I'm not going to. It's like, I'm not going to retire to go work or not go 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 pick up another 40 hours a week. It don't make no sense. <laughs> I could do spot dates if you want me to do that, Papa. Even Phil Jackson. Remember when Phil Jackson's in the Lakers? He'll only come back. But if he, he'll only do home, home games, he'll, he won't do no away games. If you're gonna retire, you gotta do it on your terms. What does this have to check in every damn day? You know what I'm saying? I be seeing Charles Barkley and Shaq and them when he's putting up on his IG and they're they're doing their conference room, the pre-meeting room. These niggas really at work. Kobe would have had that same pass Jordan did. Kobe would have yeah, been back exactly. and broadcasting. That's how I feel like the superstar should go. It, it makes sense. Shaq's the only one that makes that massive amount of bag that's doing it. He seems like he likes having fun. You know what I'm saying? He lives different. He has all these endorsements. But the everyone else are like, damn, man, y'all niggas. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of shitload of money for you to turn down. If you're making two, three million dollars a year, just talking shit that you already love anyway. So some people do in that aspect. But I don't expect to see no Steph Curry or anything. Your boy got, he's the first player to be a player and also get a a, a, a deal. Who that? Uh, is it Draymond? Who? Draymond Green? Deal with doing what? He's going to be a broadcaster, oh. a seasonal one, which is, I don't understand how that's going to work. He's not going to be the first because Jalen Rose used to do it. But I don't think, I don't know if he had a contract. He was working with one of these companies. Yeah, he did. I think he was with ESPN when he was still with the Pacers. So how does, how does that work? Is it like once they expect you to, when you're not in the playoffs, how's that work? Yeah, or once it- he, once your team got knocked off, he went to, he was working broadcasting. So Jalen Rose has been doing that. And that was like, that was like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, I don't know. They just said him that they said that he was supposed to do it. And I was like, okay. So, you know, Paul Pierce had signed a new deal, I believe. As of recently, after his little booty shaking thing? Yeah, he, he got a new he got a new deal. He got home somewhere else. You know, they let that shit slide down a little bit and then he, yeah. he got himself. Let it die down. Yeah. Let it die down. He got himself a new home. <laughs> it's crazy because guys like Paul Pierce, I never thought they would have been like, exceptional talk. You know, some of these niggas, you like, I expect this guy to just play ball. I don't even think he's like, got good vocabulary or anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy. Some of these guys that pursue it. Well, Paul like Pierce, Paul Pierce never was a good announcer. That's what I'm saying. And then he went, it's crazy to see him go full um, commentary route. That's what I'm saying. He's still not good at it. 
That nigga still, they still be clowning <laughs> him on his takes and and all but his the, bullshits. Yeah, to it's me, like it's kind of delusional. But the delusion works though. It is delusional. It is definitely delusional. <laughs> People be finding clips on him, dog. That's what's worse when you have a take and motherfuckers are gonna do a whole clip on you. This is why you don't like LeBron. They do like a fifteen minute reel of LeBron just you know balling in your ass and shit. <laughs> <laughs> or D Wade just crossing over. Yeah, know, exactly. Shit like that. Him and Garnett. <laughs> Yep. So, uh, but someone like D Wade, someone that what I mean is like people that that when they used to speak afterwards, the motherfuckers were very well spoken, well versed. Like mm-hmm. D Wade, you know, so like those are the guys I'd expect to do it more. Back in the days, I don't remember Paul Pierce speaking too much back then. He was, like, he was the heart of the team, no. type of thing, but that's why it's kind of more surprising. I'm saying it'd be like Kevin Garnett getting the gig. You know, back in Kevin Garnett used to just be out balling before that talking. So that that be that's what's crazy. Uh, but um, so we, I think we, that we drifted from hip hop to sports. We got to go back to hip hop. You got um, Kanye and his uh, ex wife. Are they well, are they officially divorced? They're going through a divorce. Yeah, Kanye and his ex wife beefing on social media, going in at each other. Yeah, they going in, and Kim saying um, uh, she's the provider, mainly so Tucker so mainly the sole caretaker and provider for her daughter. So it kind of was same. And Kanye was like. Hold on, you ain't about to go do this, make it seem like you know, like you like you a, a single mom hurting out here type shit. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, like <laughs> that's that whole play victim bullshit. Yeah. Um I'm a so, I'm the sole provider, but I got like three nannies. Exactly. Really? And we're both billionaires. What the fuck are you using sole provider? You ain't hurting. Why do you mean so what's the matter? <laughs> what's what what are you providing for for an eight-year-old when you're a billionaire? What's it's not it's a ding. See, it's not even a thing. It's a nugget to you. I'm saying, do you want me to go send that over? It's not going to hurt me no more than it's going to hurt you. It's nothing. <laughs> she just wants his. Motherfucker's just uh, talking. But yeah. I did get uh, a funny thing with them beefing. Someone, some you know, you know the internet never loses. Internet takes no L's. Internet said, Kim and Kanye, please take us out this fucking group chat. <laughs> exactly. Keep talking about shit. rich people shit. <laughs> that shit to yourself. We don't want to hear none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, because he was mad that his daughter had a TikTok page, and he's like, he don't want his kids on social media. They have too much issues, and you know, say like that, which I can't blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's very right. Get a, um, if, if you can, no, don't don't have your kids on that. That, that makes perfect sense. It's um. Or pro or wait till they could get them on there. So especially you know, anytime your parents do something, they're gonna hear about it. It's wild. I do that. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, I'll, I'll be surprised if she's like already getting it from school. Yeah, that's just where depression starts with them yeah. uh, celebrity kids. Let them on social media, then they're gonna see they, that 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 Kim and Ray J video gonna pop up one time on her, on her <laughs> right on their feed. And, and everything after all the uh, naked yeah. photos, all the stuff that people say your mother, what your mother done did, you know, all that, all the books, yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it is kind of wild. So them two have been beefing, but I seen someone online they did a hot take um, that I didn't, I didn't even realize. Like someone said, this is just the beginning of it, buddy. You might as well settle while you can. Like she's coming from, yeah. you're a billionaire. You wanna, you want this thing to be a example. Maybe she wants to, she might want a couple hundred of them before you go. I know you didn't. I know you might have a prenup and all that, but she could get real sloppy out here, my boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, I think she, you know, you know, came out here stewing and she preserved herself from not a walk. You know, I think she just did Vogue magazine this week. So this was the magazine that, you know, back in the day she she wasn't able to get without Kanye or something like that. But she only, you know, got that quietly without your boy while he's going through letting her know that your services are no longer needed, my good sir. <laughs> we eating out here. So what else we got in hip hop? What else we have in hip hop? Snoop Dogg acquires Death Row Records. Yeah, yeah. Which is dope. It's something he said he wanted to do. But what is um, Death Row Records right now? It got bought out when 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 Shrug Knight lost a lawsuit a long time ago. It went to bankruptcy proceedings, and I believe the people that owned like a toy company had in the buying it or some shit like that. His catalog and the shit broke up. Um. So he owns all the catalog of Death Row Records now. I don't think so. I think they broke it apart differently. So I think the initial imprint that bought the house, he ended up buying that. Yeah, It'd be too expensive. Like he only do a catalog. He wants to now just be the owner and stuff like that. Get what he can get back. I'm not sure if he got everything else because they they ship those things different places. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. he's now the owner of Defra Records, which is what he said. He said he would have loved to have been the one to get at the auction back then. It was like it means something yeah. to him more than you know what I'm saying. So Shook can't have it, but he says he helped build it. Yeah. Made his own work in there, Tupac, uh, Dre. Yeah, so it, it means a whole lot of people. Yeah, it'd have been crazy if Dre would have got it back, because Death Row was yeah. part was supposed to be Dre's. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And fucking yeah, your boy took it from him, and he started all over. But he he ended up good. But um, it's dope though to see how that works. Um, and he he it meant something to him, and he got it back. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> to that nigga Snoop. Snoop always out here winning, so. Exactly. Snoop's a fucking legend, bro. Motherfucker does not lose. Just keeps winning, living his life, living his best life, loved by everybody. Walking memorial. Yeah. So fucking just be chilling now. Snoop's definitely, definitely, uh, and I, and, you know, he might be overdue for another hit. You know, every now and then he drops on every day, one every six, seven years, just off the top of your head, you get a quick hit and dip out. <laughs> That's Snoop Lion. Yeah, Snoop, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if I have anything else in sports. Your boy, I mean, in, in, in hip-hop, Tory Lane's been dropping little subliminals, and I noticed they haven't been talking about that case. Let me find out this case got dropped. I'm telling you, bro. Fucking nuts with no coverage. <laughs> with no coverage. Because yeah, we haven't heard nothing. The case just started. Yeah. The case just started, and it was going on. And like last, they just stopped talking about it. That shit started like last month, bro. Yeah, and they were going yeah. through trial, and they just stopped talking about it. Let me find out this guy's a free guy, free and clear. <laughs> Not a dude again. That shit is wild. And we're getting no coverage on it. I told you a plea deal. Yeah, a plea deal happened. No, no plea. plea deal. No. My, nigga no. didn't, that, my nigga didn't do <laughs> shit. Why do you plead for it? Yeah, he talking like a free man. Look, we're not getting no coverage of it. Look, we're not. It don't make any sense. As a man, once you're blamed, you know, you already... It stays on you. Yeah, it, um, it's crazy, man. That's how that works. Um, only other thing I have in hip hop is Meek Mill saying, um, he's giving advice to the fellas. He's saying nowadays you just gotta find your hoe who really like you and beg her to stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop. <laughs> A fucking wild boy. <laughs> other than that, I think another rapper shot off a tweet. I think um, NBA young boy said never signed the Atlantic. Trust me. I thought um, him and Meek Mill's been going 
Back and forth talking about Atlantic this, Atlantic that. Yeah, them motherfuckers have been dissing Atlantic, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, Atlantic getting the bad rep out here. Yeah, yeah it's only two people complaining. Yeah, it's only two people. huge. I mean, they don't really have that many. Yes, yeah, two big stars complaining about it. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's not a good look. Yeah. People telling kids not to sign, go buy this stuff. The Meek's been a very big advocate on telling folks stop signing with these companies and shit like that. That's the and thing. Uh, what's name was just on Million Dollars Game with uh, Gilly the Kid and Wallow. Um, what's that nigga name from Memphis? Yo Gotti. Uh-huh. Yeah. That nigga explained it clearly, bro. He's like, y'all, y'all always putting the bad rap on the record label, but if you had a million dollars, you wouldn't put a million dollars on yourself. <laughs> so what you expect the fucking record label to do after they put up that million dollars for you? You expect need, them not to eat? They need 10 million. It's not they can eat. It's this issue. How much do you expect to eat? It's insane. I expect to eat a whole <laughs> lot. But for that, for that million dollars. If, if you get a million, if I get two million for my million, that's a great hundred percent return. But you no, could be fully exploited. Yeah, you expect the 10 Listen, you got you got these niggas that won't spend that money on themselves. If a nigga won't put the money on himself and somebody else does, what you complain about the nigga that better uh, put the money up behind you? Yeah, it just yeah. I mean, I guess they, they, they should have agreed of like uh, they should agree on like a certain amount. There's no certain that's, that's amount. What, like you know, they they cut these niggas young. They cut them at like what, eighteen, sixteen. There's no certain amount. I'm putting up all the bread. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying who you're talking to. Like you're talking about you're talking to a uh, to an eighteen year old. You know. And that eighteen-year-old like, ain't putting up no bread. <laughs> Come on, what you want they, me to that, do? Not just the bread. They don't know like, nothing about you know like music deals. They don't. They don't. They don't know the business. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not giving no pass. I don't care how old you is. It's and, and especially from the street too. If you're not putting up no bread, shut the fuck up. Take take what we give you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, a guy, like, even, like, a young boy, like, for what he got, that two mil. I don't know if he had t- t- taken any extra money, but most likely he probably did. But I think he he already paid he already paid that plus. He didn't pay nothing. He ain't put no money up. Which one? <laughs> yeah. But there's, yeah, there's like, a trade-off. already recouped. Come on. Yeah, it's recouped. Exactly. How Which much you want to make? already recouped. Yeah, exactly. How much you want to make? You know what I'm saying? That's why it's it, exploitative. And then even now with the 360 days, it shouldn't be as bad. The deal shouldn't be yeah. as fucked up where you need, because if you're going to get a piece of everything of mine, why are you going to, you know saying? You shouldn't be where you need 10x anymore. Because uh, mixed it makes money now. Yeah, it's not mix the it, same. Mixed it ain't free anymore. Back in the days, their excuse was they needed to make the money because they lost on so many other artists. Now that the artists, you're only signing artists that already got a hype, already got a buzz, there's less of a loss. It's almost a sure thing. So you don't need it to be a 10x return. Cause it's not as much risk anymore. It could I, be a four X. I, I don't know about y'all niggas. You like ten every time. When I put my money up, I want that ten X every time. You and that great Cardone. Exactly. I want that ten X every time. That's that's the issue with it. You just niggas got to learn to put up your own bread. Dame told y'all this a long time ago. It's 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 very risky though, man. That's the issue though. The that's put the up problem. your own bread. 
Motherfuckers yeah, a lot of 16, 18 years from the street, from niggas, the from the project. Niggas, niggas saying it's risky. They they know it's risky. That's why they won't put their own bread up. Yeah, but we're talking about like you know. Not 16, only is risky, it's very costly. Yeah. How how old was Zimbo when he got signed? Like sixteen. Yep. That shit is it's wild. And even Meat Mill was like what in his early twenties. Niggas ain't putting the bread up. If you ain't putting no bread up, <laughs> up, in the words of Dame, you're just a supervisor. <laughs> um, speaking of, I don't know if we have a a a a, a slight segue. There's like a, a, I guess I don't know if this was in politics or this. I'll put it for pop culture. Never mind. Um, yeah, I'll put that back towards pop culture. Remind me of this one, Dave Chappelle. Um, do we have anything else in hip hop? Looks like we got a couple things in sports. We definitely have pop culture. That's what we're gonna think at this week. So, what? Who put this on here? To, uh, I did. You want to talk about this, uh, Venus Williams? Yeah. So, post. Uh, she had. Uh... <clears throat> But she had said, like, you know, she's still a virgin. And uh, she's, uh, what, 41? Yeah, I did hear that. And people are, people are shocked. Like, you know, how come, you know, like, damn. Like, you know. I believe her. That could make sense. Motherfucker, you've been a millionaire for almost 20 decades now. Multi-millionaire. Top three. You're going to have a lot of people that have some and in, 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 intimidated. Not even her other celebrity. There's no such thing as too intimidated to fuck a woman. Not yeah. until too many fuck went too intimidated to try to pursue. You ain't gotta pursue the fuck. How you not? Yeah, women ain't gotta pursue. Not her. She don't have to. It's a guy that's trying to pursue her. So is she complaining about being a virgin at 41? No, she still is currently. How 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 true you think that is? I believe it could be true. Uh I wouldn't say it's true. I, I think like she probably hasn't had as much as how she uh as she wants to, but but I don't think it's true, though. Uh, yeah, I believe it could be true. Especially if you're a celebrity, you lying something like that. No, motherfucker come out tomorrow. Nah, fuck the Friday, man. She's lying. Motherfuckers get called out quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but I, I, I don't think anybody can know that unless unless uh, somebody come out and say, yeah, I smashed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's the likelihood of what you got to do with. Because if you're a liar, it's not like a no-name lying. You're a celebrity. Sounds right. You're gonna be able to say you smash, and then you're gonna be able to get TMZ interviews. You're gonna get paid. There's a double upside for you if yeah, she's so, lying. Something's wrong with her, though. Yeah, there's definitely clearly there's social ramifications there that she probably either buying into that she wanted to just wait till she's married, but you know the the success she got, she don't she didn't factor in the trade off. You know that marriage probably ain't coming to down the line if it even comes at all. Now you talking about you ain't ever smash. It's you know what I'm saying. Because imagine if a if a forty on forty one year old male athlete came out and said he's still a virgin. Ain't no way. Who'd roast them some? They'll say something wrong with that nigga. No one is saying nothing wrong with oh. her. So oh, all the uh, all the fucking uh, Instagram models groupies was gonna flock to him. <laughs> The I guy hope, definitely. We miss one. We miss one. We ain't got this one yet. Yeah, we ain't got this one yet. The guy that definitely said it's something wrong with him. The girl, you saying she? Let's say she was saying she was waiting for marriage and shit like that. That shit, something wrong with her. There's some <laughs> social. I'll say I'll give you her that. Vagina's. Uh, she know her vagina is ugly. No. She, she don't want to show off that vagina. 
Something wrong with her. This one there. <laughs> it's crazy. But maybe now that she put it out there, more guys are like, what? You know, some guys love that. Like, Virgin, I ain't never thought I was going to see on this age anymore. Yeah, now she might have more pursuers on her on her, on her yeah, toe. Yeah, them ear about to come through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might work itself out. But, you know, there's always sometimes where you have like, a, you, you don't met the people that have siblings and one of them is like lame or very off, quietly, don't really have no friends, kind of always in the house. She just, yeah, think, just be that. that one, yeah. She's probably just that one, but just also a remarkable tennis player. Because remember, she's the older sister on top of that. She's not even the younger sister. Yeah. Mm. The younger crazy. sister, I'm saying Serena is just the outperforming super balling of the two. She's the older sister who just, you know, probably put tennis before everything else, got a few friends, is that on there. You don't really hear she is the more quiet of the two. We don't really hear from her much. Yeah. So she just just be like a lame, that type of thing. And her friends don't really push her, pursue her to go out. Is yeah, that I, I never even heard of her dating anyone. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Hey, it makes sense. That's what I'm saying. I can see it be possible. Just you know, motherfuckers be too busy living their life than to fix your lame shit sometimes. They're like, look, man, you just you just gonna have to get it the same way we got it. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> you just gotta have to figure it out. You said but there'd be people like that, man. I, I got family members that be like that, man. They just as they get older, they just they just can't figure it out, be it relationship-wise, couple-wise. They're like, they're like this shit's only getting harder, you know. You gotta just go to you gotta just jump in there as you getting older. It does only get harder. And that's what you understand. Yeah. You start adding age limits to yeah. it. And third. This is some shit she should have figured out almost 10 years ago. You said 41. She should have been speaking on this at 31, at least. If yeah. not, if they, <laughs> you know what I'm at the very least, you 41. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is wild. Probably she don't go out much. I mean, ain't no way. But Probably. I'm saying this is someone with all the access. And I mean, there's some social issue that's there, some kind of hurdle that's there. Between you know, she's got to be a bit more reserved because she is rich and a celebrity. But maybe her friends should pay extra yeah, onus on it. But for women, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. It could be a bad thing for her. Forty-one, it's a bad thing no matter what. Yeah, gender you are. exactly. It's not about, about her like a uh, attitude, like being reserved. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. But at forty-one, it's bad. You should have. You there's but so many reserve you can do. You forty-one, oh, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta get out there, bro. Yeah, she probably ain't going out. She probably don't go out much. That's it ain't nothing about going out, bro. Everything yeah. comes to her. She's a fucking right. multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Not talking about, you know, to the rich parties, all that stuff. The know. worst thing that's going to happen is at this age, you have no experience. Motherfucker, you gullible. You don't know anything. Motherfucker, come up on you so much. It's going to be so much more worse now because you have so much more to lose now. Mm-hmm. And you have no experience. This is shit you should learn along the way. People using you, this, that, and the third, or finding the worst in people. But you didn't do none of that at 41. You're supposed to learn this. Shit could get real bad if you don't meet a genuine person, dog. A slime ball come around and come fuck up your whole operation. (laughs) (laughs) Take your whole life savings from under you. You don't know any better. You know and he don't even have to be a, a he don't even have to be he don't even have to be a professional. He can just be a regular slime ball, not even a yeah. guy that that's calling because you have no defenses, you don't have nothing, you know what I'm saying? You have no experience. There's, there's that aspect of it. She she probably needs a therapist. We need something. Um, what else do we have in sports? The NFL still fighting claims of racism, um, against racism. I forgot which player just came out and was saluting um was it Vince? No, what was I thinking of? He was basically saying he, he side with the coach that's going against the, the, the NFL right now. 
And he was complaining, saying he remember when he was playing, he felt like the team was 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 taking that season and didn't make any sense. He was going to the coach, you're like, bro, why are we storing in this play, coach? You know what I'm saying? You're like, you're like, ain't like the other team don't read our fucking books. It don't make any sense. But he like, it makes perfect sense why these games it'd be dirty out here. We out here, we out here putting our lives on the line, running and shit, and these motherfuckers intentionally taking seasons. Listen, when 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 the boss says something goes down this way, it goes down this way. They do, but they don't tell the players that. It's yeah. not everyone that's involved. You already yeah. know the quarterback's gonna do what he gotta yeah. do. They're yeah. gonna tell the quarterback. The quarterback's part of minute, uh, part of the the management. Yeah, You're pretty an much. Employee. Yeah, but nobody. Let me the, listen. The, the I ain't CEO, gotta break my neck. The CEO if never I, comes to the employee and asks the employee what you want to do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about it. What you ought to do? Yeah, the manager knows. Yeah, so you you just say to move this way, you move that way. But yeah. the guys thinking my life's on the line. I ain't gotta try to break my neck. We got, we gonna lose anyways. I ain't gotta break my neck, bro. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> I gotta took a dive. That's the man. thing. These these niggas need to have that same approach as Kyrie Irving. <laughs> what Kyrie Irving told the uh, the media: This basketball shit is a nine to five to me. <laughs> That's it. Nine to five. He's right. He's right. And and I I seen a lot of like the commentators and announcers was like dogging him for it. I'm like, bro, You're everybody right. else, everybody else in the organization treats it like a nine to five. Why shouldn't the players treat it like a nine to five? Yep. Yep. You this shit can't be your whole life. This shit is only gonna be what. 18, maybe if you're lucky, 18, 18 years of your life. Yeah, yeah. I guess they try to show the people that it is their whole life. I feel like a Kobe and shit like that who didn't go out basketball his whole life, but it's a game at the end of the day. I mean, even if it is your job, and there's so much more to life than just this one thing. You know what I'm saying? That's ultimately just entertainment. I can see why you can say, "Nah, I'm just doing this and dipping out." Nine to five. I like I like that approach. More more basketball players should take that approach. <laughs> it's a nine to five, bro. Uh, you think that's how your boy's shooting? He went out of New York. Um, what's his name? Um, talking about James Harden. James Harden, yeah. Because I want to see how you have a lineup like that, and then he wants to be traded. You know that nigga James Harden never happy no matter where he goes. So you think that's the case? Yeah. No matter where he goes, he's gonna be unhappy. So. They need to sit James Harden in the couch then or something. I don't know what's going on. He's getting a shitload of money. He's a super bachelor out here. And every yeah, every city he goes to, he's saying he's complaining. <laughs> they be saying, you got a lineup like that. I don't see why would you want to break it apart? Who knows? Um, he's in, there's talks of trading him for um, your boy who isn't playing this season. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, yeah. Yeah, the deadline's coming up, so we should know. Ben Simmons lost what nearly twenty million so far. I have no idea, bro. Some insane amount of money because the last because they disrespected him last season. That's a guy treating like a nine to five, like you said. Y'all disrespecting. I ain't playing. How about that? And I could take the loss. Exactly. I ain't, I ain't coming to work today. They tried me yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried me yesterday. I coming to work. <laughs> they apologize. I still ain't coming back and. It's fucking insane, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure Rich Paul doing whatever he can to make it work. But yeah, he wants that team to trade him. That's that's that's, that's a trade-off on the players. And that, that's what we're gonna have to do. And I know people want the players to have more power and more West name, but 
some of the stuff, you know, so um, us as us fans are gonna pay the cost for it at some point. That's the thing; you can't expect these players to be blindly loyal to these organizations. Yeah, when the organizations don't, you're just an, you're just an employee to them. Exactly. True. So they better treat that bitch like a nine to five. <laughs> Um, what else y'all want to head on? You might as well sip on. We got a sports. I got anything else to sports? Y'all to dip off the pop culture. Uh, we could jump into pop culture. Okay, in pop culture, your boy Joe Rogan issued an apology for all these old footages and videos and stuff like that. And Spotify went off and took away. 70 episodes of him, you know, of uh, where I have like racial slurs in there. Um, I took it off. Um, and that's it. You know, some people are going off. They, you know, they want Spotify to cancel them or get rid of them. But um, people really don't know their math or anything else like that. And there's some people that are saying that he should be out here. He's wildly racist. Is that the third? To me, it's wild. I don't see him as racist. Every video they showed him saying the n-word or saying nigga just in general was him speaking of the word that's what he's saying it's kind of funny that we have a word that we can't say the word nigger it doesn't make any sense he's not throwing at somebody he was speaking of the word nigger yeah, that's, that's completely it's, it's ridiculous it's like so so should like an author or like a, a textbook manufacturer being that you're white can't put the word nigga in the book that's what i'm saying he speaks about your boy Quentin Tarantino. It's all Tarantino. about context, bro. Yeah, he speaks about Quentin Tarantino, puts the word nigga on almost all his movies. You know what I'm saying? He makes some of the rawest movies at that. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking hilarious movies, but he, he, speak on, he, he was speaking on that. There's context matters. So to act like of all those 12 years of footage, you don't got none of them throwing the word nigga at a black person. He's not throwing, he's speaking about at a story of what someone said something, or he's speaking on the word. I'm telling you. That's, that- the the N word is gonna be is gonna be gay, right? Yeah. So gay people are gonna be offended when somebody that's not gay say the word gay. Pretty Imagine sure. shit <laughs> like that. So that's that's what this Joe Rogan shit is. I nah, compare it to. What happened is with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan happened. Joe Rogan became too powerful. Joe Rogan, when the media decided to go vote for um. When the media decided, remember last time when they blackballed Bernie and they went with Hillary? Yeah. Joe Rogan was talking shit ever since. Then. And when this go around when they're running, remember when Bernie was running again? Remember how the media kind of iced them out? They started icing out Bernie again? Yeah. Joe Rogan was the only one to host, to have him come sit down. And then he ended up having the, the Chinese dude to go come there as well. So yeah. when major media outlets are kind of ignoring these guys because the, the bosses say, nah, this is the guy we want up to who we want to win. Because remember, no one had a weaker campaign than Joe Biden. Joe Biden literally just came in that bitch and coasted. He didn't have to go through weeks of saying fuck up. So you remember that? Motherfuckers, Joe Biden almost waited last minute until he said he was going to run. Everyone ran and either came in, came out, or they had one hot week. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers Ben came, Bernie ain't had to do nothing. Motherfuckers been riding with him, and all you could do is amp up other people in between them. Oh, and then so they fall down. They have other people, and then they try to ignore Bernie and try to go to the next greatest thing. And last person they hit us with was what was what Biden. And they're like, come on. And no one really wanted Biden. You know what I'm saying? So they Ben was on Rogan's cell that he started hosting, becoming 
arrivals of the major media outlets. He's got 40 million subscribers, crazy YouTube numbers. And then, so when he didn't go along with that, then he didn't go along with the transgender idea, that whole uh, trans woman is a woman. He's like, nah, because especially in sports. So he doesn't comply with that. So they've been just kind of on him for that. So the straw that broke the camel's back is this COVID thing. Joe Rogan is not is not for the COVID vaccine mandates. He's not against it, but he does want to show all the other aspects. And he has no problem sitting down some of the doctors that have dispute or have the other side. Because, you know, they silence. You know, they say there's an overwhelming majority of doctors that, that are pro-vax. And anyone else that are, let's say all the other ones that's been disproven, but anyone else that speaks against it, they either get their channel pulled or yanked off. So, yeah. of course, there's going to be an overwhelming majority when you don't show the other side. When the other side doesn't get a voice, when they would, you know what I'm saying? So he has no problem seating these people down and even coming out of there, even if it's reputable, bringing all that. So that, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. When Joe Rogan did this shit, you've seen everyone predicting, how about in a week, I guarantee they're going to go after Joe Rogan. And if they don't get with Joe Rogan, we're going to see, we're going to see hit pieces about the Spotify owner, how he has secrets, how he might like little kids. Or, you're like, trust me, they're going to start pressing till they get him up out of here. And within two weeks after the person I remember seeing in the Pat Ben Davis podcast, after he said that, that shit exactly happened. There was hit reels of Joe Rogan somehow being racist. They weren't able to get Joe Rogan out of here because of COVID. What they hit him with? He's still not out of here. They hit him with racism. Yeah. How the fuck Joe Rogan just becomes racist in a week? The guy <laughs> who has a black guy on his show at least maybe maybe one or two times a week, every week for the last 12 years. is Kanye West, yeah. Bro, not even not even the celebrities, you know. He has random black guys that we don't even fucking know all over because he's 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 a, he's, a, he's he's almost like he's free. You know what I'm saying? He works for the UCF. He does comedy. He you know said he has the biggest podcast. He don't have no keepers, mm-hmm. so he just gets to get motherfuckers that he likes on his show, just because he likes them. And he has people from all right or left, all different walks of life. You know what I'm saying? And it's um. He's gotten too powerful, but the establishment is trying to tear him down because motherfucker is so big. You know what I'm saying? And they figured, you know, pause. You know, yeah, exactly. But, but you know, they they figured who's who we gonna stick on them? We're gonna stick the black <laughs> folks on them. You know, the black folks they gonna make the black woman mad at them, and they gonna try to listen. So they they try to hit him with the anti. They try to hit him with the homophobic bag when he wouldn't fold for the trans thing. They try to hit him with the yeah on when he wouldn't. So each time, but now they, they figured this is gonna take them off. You know, the the Spotify, NDI rehopped on talking about they give Joe Rogan a hundred million dollars. Meanwhile, they're giving us artists as pennies on a dollar. And this is what this the content he says. That's all I need. I want my music off. Mind you, if you go check right now, <laughs> NDI's music is still on Spotify. She ain't got no control over her catalog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do not pay these motherfuckers any mind. She is asking, <laughs> can you please take it off Spotify? But it's funny, like what, what motherfuckers go directly at Spotify? Like what artist goes directly at Spotify? Yeah. As go, if like go, you know, like Spotify. Go to the not people that own your fucking masters. Go to your yeah, masters. Go, but but they're not signed to Spotify. They're signed to the label and they're exactly pays the label. Exactly. Why are they going to Spotify? They're asking Spotify to take their music. They can't tell their label to take their music off. You exactly. understand? I was doing the math on NDIRE's stuff on Spotify, her spend. She's getting about $36,000 a year in spends. Are you going to replace that $36,000 a year income for me at the labels? Tell me to remove Spotify. Who's going to replace it? Are you going to give it to me? Why would I take this off? It doesn't make any sense. There's a hundred other people saying niggas right on Spotify, and you ain't got no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? It don't it don't make any sense. It, it's kind of wild. 
But um, if you're even remotely a fan of the Rogan podcast or any podcast that has different viewers on there that kind of give you a chance to get the critical thinking, which a lot of people lack nowadays, you know, it's either one side, give or take all, you can't hear other. I'm, I remember being fully enthralled. Shout talk. <laughs> yeah. Just the echo chamber. I remember when I first was getting into politics, you're like, oh, you can't even, I don't even want to hear a Republican. You know what I'm saying? That's it. They're going to end all be all. But that's what, that's what the media tries to apply you to make you think it's one side versus the other. But when you get on any of these guys that, that, that have different people from different walks, where you can at least listen to the person, even if you disagree with them, you can see the difference. So, for them to try to do this on Rogan, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is big. This is this is a huge reach I got over here, bro. This this guy have all sorts of people on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? He's a white guy, so I can't ever say I can't ever put it past him that that that, that the racist. But this ain't this ain't gonna be enough, not for him at least. He could be prejudiced. He could have his preferences. He exactly. Be- I said this ain't gonna be enough for you to tell me he, 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 he's he's racist. Especially you know if you just try to use it out of context. You try to go get shit from. From like ten years ago and shit. Exactly. You're getting shit old. And um even, you know, and then what happened, which I tell you, which I hate in in media is motherfuckers just fall back and let you just roast all oh, that nigga cooking, man. I can't fuck with that's the main thing I tell you I hate about Hollywood. Like y'all niggas see motherfucker roasting, ain't nobody come out and co-sign them, nobody. But you know, shout out to your boy, um your boy, um, um what's his name, man? Texas, the the king of Texas, man. Um, the king, Trade of Truth. Not Trade of Truth. Trade of Truth signed to man. Jay Prince. Jay Prince. Jay Prince said, "I know this guy. Ain't no racist bone in his body. I don't know what people talk about. Don't let the media what I'm saying." And I'm saying, of course, you already got the the some of these fundamental blacks that that are online that are online these the ambulance talking about. Oh, here comes Jay Prince trying to save his mask. I'm like, how's it trying to save to me? How is you not speak on somebody that's being insulted and their character is being dragged on them? Like, you're supposed to just let your dog roast? It don't make any sense. Is I just feel they don't see like relation, people's relationship. They don't see it because they don't see it. And everything they just see white and black. Yeah, I like how that don't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? And then people don't realize people don't realize that. White and black is a construct, right? That was made, but there are certain people that are at levels where they've they've surpassed that. They don't see things as yeah. white and black anymore. Yeah. It's about usefulness. It's about what can you do. How I'm saying, how are, are, are do I rock with your group or is yeah. it just vibes? They don't realize that there are some people because I mean, you got people who got genuine relationship, but if, but if you know, like their family and stuff like that, you know exactly. <laughs> But they don't realize because when you're further at the bottom, you feel it more and you're still confined to the constructs of race and everything else. So you can't see it past. Like, like listen, there's some people that this color should don't mean a damn thing to them. They're so far removed. Nigga, this is about ambiance and peace and chilling. They, 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 they get less of the struggle, I guess. Yeah. When, when, you, when you're that far removed, it might be a bit different. But some people don't see it like that. They, they seem to think, they seem to think, especially if we're black, we seem to think if you're black, it's always going to be our color. Like, it might, uh, yeah, we might in, in America, sure, because we're in that system. But there's some motherfuckers that where they're just there, they just get to feed all their, they just get to indulge and live their best dreams and live their best life, just vibe out and chill. They ain't worried about no color who coming through the door, this, that, other. that, their past, that struggle is not affecting them day to day. They're not seeing it like that. So it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's a wild thing, though, you know, to see yeah, them. I'm um, surprised he apologized. 
he apologized because he said he, he don't he don't stand by those words. He said he no longer uses those words or anything like that. And he didn't like he, he was like he just thought it was a unique word because no other word can no one else also utter, but uh, the group that also utters it gets to use it as a term. They also use it as a term of endearment, as a term for upliftment, or as an insult. He said it's the only word that has so much flexibility. It's kind of crazy. It's a word that you can't even use that also has a history. You know what I'm saying? He'll like, I can call someone a wet back. He said all these other words. I can call someone a kike. Can, he said all these other words that he'll like, which is crazy. But this one word, you say it, it's like the boogeyman comes out. <laughs> and, my sweet. Like, and he'll like, it is kind of, like, it is that powerful word. It's it is different. very unique <laughs> in that aspect. And he's right. For us to acknowledge that it's not a very unique word is kind of wild. Of course. But do you mean I like I was like so you mean he's racist just because he said that he spoke on the word because he said the word I like that's, that that to me is quite is quite is quite is crazy. Yeah, you can see how the system even like uh, as they protect certain group, it, it shows that you know it can also punish the same group that it protects, whether it's you know white men, mm-hmm. black men, you already know, I mean, even black women, whoever. Well, what do you mean as far as they're trying to protect? I mean, the, I mean, the, the, well, the thing is, Joe Rogan is, um, he represents, he has a certain following that they try to call. He's like the man's man. This guy gets to yeah, I mean, watch he, MMA. He's sports. still like a white man too. Like. Yeah, he's a white man. So it's not like, that's why I say you can't paint Joe Rogan in one brush because some of his views are there to protect the establishment and some of them are a little bit there to shake it up. Like he wants an outsider. He liked it like Trump. Or a Bernie, he wants an outsider to be in control of politics. The 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 corporation, the the system don't want that, so they can see him as a threat. But then he's also pro police. Us that's under the Buddha police, we're like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? We ain't on that pro police shit. But he's also he don't care if gay folks get like, married. With me, I'm not anti. Uh, I'm not anti police, but like, it's not really being anti police. It's really like uh, the system not holding. Uh, Wrong, accountable. Like in, in any profession, if you do wrong, you're a criminal. Yeah. But it's really like, you know, like uh, when you're in a police force where you could do wrong, where, you, you know, like people still look at you as if like you should get a pass. I mean, not only that, uh, it's not even that I'm not pro police. It's what it is, is every other group got to police themselves. Black community is the only group that didn't get to police themselves. And if you, because I believe in wholeheartedly, majority of the people are good. So if you get the if you, if you get people from that majority from that group of people to police themselves, arm themselves, and get to the, have their own police department, they would have locked up the criminals. But because it's always an outside force that's coming in that's trying to do the policing, they can't tell the difference from the natives and the 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 you know what I'm saying they can't tell the difference of the locals and the tourists or shit like that. So they're just treating everybody bad. So there's always a resentment there. This makes the whole black group, which make black folks almost kind of have like a relationship with the criminal factor. Like we have the non-snitching thing or we like, we kind of root for the bad guy. Everyone else is able to get over that because they were able to, they were able to be, they were able to participate with the good guys. They got to be yeah, the good guys. Yeah. But we, we know like about the non-snitching is because, you know, like uh, it, it, it doesn't help you. You don't remain anonymous and it, you know, like there's nothing they can, do, they can do to protect you. Yeah, but even if you even if they could protect, what I mean is okay, like Italians, they had Italian cops instead of the third. They got every group got the police themselves. They got to bring in their own police 
force to police yourself. They should have all black sheriff departments, all black ones. You know what I'm saying? And then you have two separate classes of blacks. You have the law abiding ones and you have the criminals. The criminals are always the underbelly. They're all smaller. And that's why they, 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 you know what I'm saying? They, they reap the benefit. Just like in the hood, majority of people aren't committing crimes. No. There's only a handful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but if the, if there was the legal abiding ones, I was able to just go to work and be police officer, they would come down, they would crack down hard on the, on the criminals, but each time you doing a group and not letting them participate in their own course correction and things like that, only letting outside forces, this shit's always going to be detrimental. Yeah. That, 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 but either way, he's not going to see it like that. You know, he's going to see it as, you know, I'm not pro police, I'm not anti police, but who's mainstream, who's big, especially white guy, who's got the balls enough to say that they're anti police? You know what I'm saying? Because as a black person in America, the police from its exception has been. Yeah, but they have a different experience. They don't have the same experience as. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. You can't paint Joe Rogan with one brush because there's some shit that is right leaning. There's some shit that's left leaning. Pray to just say he's racist to me. It's kind of fucking wild. Or like, but but even most black people, I don't think they want to live in a, in a world where like uh, they don't have police neither. But right. Again, you know, because like they're not being held accountable, they get to just you know like do whatever the hell they they want to do they could commit crime and not being held accountable correct yep they can do dirt. and that's what they're doing and the fact that they can't be scrutinized they can't be asked we can't get their police numbers like we're acting like u.s is one of the most advanced countries in the world but when it comes to policing we act like oh there's nothing we can do we give these motherfuckers cameras they turn it off whenever they want to why does it even have a fucking off button mm-hmm. we give them dash cams they open the hood yeah. of their cars before arrest, they put a jacket over the camera. Like, how is this not grounds for immediate termination? We mm-hmm. act like this is a problem that we can't fix, but it's a problem. It's only a problem we can't fix because we don't want to fix it. it, it, it yeah, it, they don't want to fix it. it it's, exactly. a, it's a thing they got to fix. We're like uh, the whole uh, quarter thing that got to go away. Exactly, but the it's a problem got to go away. But it's a problem that we act like we can't fix because we don't want to fix it. You know what I'm saying this yeah. is an easy problem. Motherfuckers start getting fired because then on every job you have rules. You don't follow me out the door. Simple. Yeah. These motherfuckers got a rule. Hey, your camera got to be on, and you turn it off whenever you want. Come on, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. <laughs> but um, you know, and then we're supposed to just say, "Oh, thank you for your service," and just be proud. Like, come on, majority, plenty of them doing a good job. Maybe even majority of them. But the fact that the the bad ones get to pretty much get the run rough shot and do whatever the fuck they want, it's kind of wild. And that you're saying, but when you're the group that's not being persecuted or borrowed, when you can just drive around and not be bugged, and you can even make jokes, hey man, why you pulling me over? You seen people like, why you pulling me over? Like I'm some kind of nigger or something. They know that they're not the ones that's supposed to be like. We know what we've assigned you here to do. I'm not the people. I'm not the demographic that's supposed to be pulling over. Yeah, they even know that. So why would they have an issue with it? They're not the they're not the one the system was meant to to try to catch and fuck over. Yeah, you remember not too long ago when that uh, one white guy who uh, at uh, MCO at the Orlando airport uh, uh-huh. was being uh, obtained. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he said, you're treating me like a fucking black person. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. They say <laughs> shit like that because they know. So for them to say I have no problem with police, I'm like, how do you not and, see why? And this is why I tell you, like, these people, they just don't care. It's not because they don't know. You ever get a mad, they'll, they'll, they'll let you know. <laughs> they'll, they'll give you their thought. They'll give you their peace of mind. Yeah, <laughs> they'll tell you, yeah, they'll, they'll have the privilege over it. They'll tell you all that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They'll like, give I mean, you the whole history. You seen the one with the white lady um, 
when she got arrested. She's like, she's like I'm not moving and I'm not having it. Once the wife told you, I am not having it, like they got the oh, yeah. they locked the ass right. I'm like, bitch, what you doing? <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. And she's like, I am not having like she's the authority figure. These cops over here checking their badge, like, man, I'm a I'm a goddamn Yeah. I might not be maybe I'm not the authority figure. And she's smoking like she was ready to send them send them to their room. <laughs> yeah, I mean the way they look at cops, they look at them as basically as what they are, like a servant. They look at them as yeah, like you serve like, us. Yeah. You're, you're here to but, do what we put you here to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they look at them. That's why even like, you know, like a lot of times they'll get into fights, they'll talk to them any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the cop will give them a lot more leniency. This, that, that, that. I'm cool. Listen, I'm cool if the cops were bad with everybody. That yeah. then is understandable. But to be bad with only a specific group is that that's what's fucked up. You don't look at them no different than a cashier at, you know, yeah, that's just wild. Burger King or McDonald's. That's how they look at them. I've done security, man, and I've seen that I've done security at jobs where the security force was acting like they're police officers, telling the residents you can't do this, can't do that. And I was never hip to it, though. Maybe because I'm not used to being the authority figure of other humans, other grown human beings. But I'm like, bro, yeah. these people are residents here, bro. What the fuck? Dude, dude, those, those are the worst guys, you know. They are the fucking worst. And the residents yeah. be complying. I'm like, these motherfuckers ain't even real cops. I know. <laughs> you know how quick I tell security to go eat a dick? You're supposed to. That's very least security. Maybe not cops. Because this motherfucker can't arrest me. He can't do it. But the motherfuckers be complying. Oh, yes, sir. No, sir. Like, bro, I pay this fucking, I pay the property tax out here. You better, how you going to just be talking to me and kind of, oh, don't you do that? Oh, your car been on there. Not like, bro, y'all, like, y'all doing it. I know the HOA sells you to do something, but you got to realize these are the owners over here. They're doing a little too much. You should see that. I remember, man, we've sent motherfuckers away because it's a Sunday. Oh, you supposed to get your home furniture today? It's a Sunday. Sorry, we don't allow work trucks in these buildings on Sunday. The you got to move your shit a whole nother day. Shit is fucking nuts, bro. <laughs> so, sending people away because of that, but yeah, especially in Palm Beach. Like, uh, they be hungry for power. Like. They do. They do. It's because like a lot, of, a lot of security, uh, a lot, a lot of these uh, security guys, uh, they have dreams of becoming uh, police officers. Some of them, some of them are former military. Remember the uh, um, yeah. mem- Nate? Remember the company you used to work for that the dude said this is the pre academy. Yeah, I'm like gonna do this for academy. Fucking nuts! That was the one dude I'm gonna do talking about. Hey, I'm gonna go check out this house. If I don't come back in 15 minutes, uh, call the cops for me. I like stop right there, buddy. <laughs> Just don't go. So we don't have to go. I ain't calling nobody. I ain't calling nobody. Hey, you back up. Yeah. What am I calling people for? Why am I going to a position that I may not come back for? They what they pay me? What the fuck are you talking? Yeah, they be doing the most. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, what are you talking about? I'm like, this is a residential community. Talking about I'm gonna go over there, see what's going on. If I don't come back 15 minutes, send them. Like, get the fuck out of here. You <laughs> would be nuts, though. Uh, what else do we have outside of Joe Rogan's apology? Um, did y'all take? But you said you said so. You as far as the Joe Rogan thing, you said you believe context matters, right? So it's not a yeah, it's all out context. Like I'm not gonna be mad at someone for using the word nigga <laughs> if they're using it in a proper context to explain what the word is. Yep. And um. Not only that, I believe everybody has their own prejudices. And also, I even believe that some people might even have 
even like what Kramer said. Remember when Kramer went off on the crowd that kept mocking him? Yeah, yeah. I like, what are you supposed to do if I'm insulting? I gotta use the worst words. I'm supposed to make you feel bad. Nah, that, nigga, <laughs> that nigga Kramer was bugging. He was he was bugging, but these niggas came to the show, they kept hackling. And he had to hit these niggas where it hurts. That's what you do when you're talking money. <laughs> that don't mean Kramer goes out and said, don't sell this house to a black person. Don't say. People use inflammatory, hurtful stuff when they're mad. And you know, the funny thing is, like, even during that time, I, I remember that. You yeah. Know, usually when something like that happened, they usually uh, bring out uh, or go talk to, like, uh, Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Or Al Sharpton. As if like, they're, like, the father of black people. Like, Yeah, you know. As if you know, yeah, just just you know, he's they're the ambassador. Have just, you, you know, ever even been called a nigger by a white person? Of course, back in the day, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. he had a whoop whoop some ass growing up. It's could happen once or twice before. Never, that Christmas. shit has never happened to me. That's happened before. Yeah, that's happened to me too. Yeah. It's definitely happened. You might have to whoop some ass or curse him out, but as you get older, if they're throwing out, you're like, bitch, you're like, so what the fuck you gonna do? You can't let it have any power over you. Some motherfuckers will turn this bitch off. White person calling that. They're like. You gotta know your scenario. Some of these white folks are they they goading you. They just saying it because they know they want you to react. And these motherfuckers is not putting up yeah. a fight. They and got that blicky on them. Or they, they, they have the thing on them. Yeah, they got that blicky on them. They want you to overreact. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I was waking up hoping to kill a nigga today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how that goes, but yeah, you gotta act accordingly. Though. I don't want that word to have too much power with you. You know what I'm saying? You know, I usually know what it is. You know, when they like around their other buddies, they feel comfortable, or they have, you know, like a, uh, you know, they're wiping on them. They feel comfortable, a little too comfortable. No, I folks feel comfortable all the time with their weapon on. That's just the default, at least in the south. You know what I'm saying? If you don't always have yeah, your gun that's on, what I'm you, saying. That's what I'm saying. you don't always have your gun on you. When you have it on you, it's not a. I can't say you feel uncomfortable, but you don't feel fully comfortable because you always notice it's there. With them, it's on them so much, they don't even notice it's there. It's like a part of them. You know what I'm saying? They, they might feel uncomfortable when it's not there. That's the benefit is that we're saying. Yeah, it's certain people, like, you got the guys that, you know, like, uh, there's some type of people. You got the guys that, you know, like, actually have it in their car. They probably yeah. have it in their trunk. In yeah. The next to them. Right to, yeah, that's right. different than the guy that keeps it on the holster and inside of his pants or the guy that walks around with the little knife blade every time he goes everywhere. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I've been taking over, I've been taking a page out of their book, though. If I ain't got the thing on me, I got that knife on me, though. I got like they say in California, <laughs> you gotta stay dangerous. You gotta, you gotta stay, yeah, I got you, yeah. Gotta stay dangerous. That's that's a white man just assumes even his life can be perfect, but in his head, it's the wild wild west. They're like, you never know these niggas might jump off that guy. <laughs> I just gotta go off. So you know shit goes uh, uh what else we have? Um uh, in pop culture. We did the blacks. What's the name? Bob Saget's cause of death was revealed. They said he hit his head. Um, it looked like it was head trauma or something like that. And he probably went back to sleep thinking it was nothing biggie. I feel like this story is completely covered up. And I and I know Orlando's good for it. Ain't no fucking way. A grown, Bob Saget has been around forever, hit his fucking head, and didn't think it would be a bad issue to go to sleep. That's like the worst thing you could do. They found him in the bed? I thought they found him like on the floor. Yeah, I found him on the floor. Yeah, so it looks like he hit his head and died. Like a slip hit his head and he's gone. Nah, he didn't hit his head on the floor. There's usually carpet on the floor in hotels. What did he hit his head on? Yeah, true. <laughs> they said there was no blood or Listen, alcohol. They said there was no drugs there's, or alcohol. There's carpets in the hotels you stay in. Come on, man. He was Niggas playing with right different money. 
Niggas playing with different money. Hotel room got marble on the <laughs> yeah, floor. Yeah, he might have dude. all the marble. Yeah, he might have a full marble floor. I'm still not buying it. Yeah, this is Orlando. You know, we good to cover some shit up. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah, so I can't get I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, thought there was some drugs involved. Not obviously. exactly. I expect where he hit his head at. I mean, like, and uh, in, in, in the bathrooms, okay, maybe. But they said there was no drugs or alcohol in the system. Give me a break. Even alcohol, no alcohol, no. Come on, he just came from doing a comedy set. He ain't drinking none that night. Come on, bro, give me a break. This story is completely full. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it, man. Either your boy was speedballing or someone whooped his ass or something. But I'm not buying this. It's just a, a stone cold accidental freak. Nothing accident. to see here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else we have? Yeah, Whoopi. You you have on there someone. What do you guys put? Whoopi Goldberg threatens to quit. Yeah, I was seeing, uh, I guess it was on Fox News that I guess with all the backlash she's been getting for this uh, anti-Semitic stuff she was saying, or they um, they claiming it was anti-Semitic by her, her statements. She's th- mm-hmm. threatening to quit the, the view if, if I guess they don't stop the suspension or whatever it is. I mean, she's got enough money. I mean, she could she could do what she wants. She's been in the view for the longest. Um, definitely making bread. So who knows? But I would have just quit. I'm not threatening to quit. <laughs> you out of there, regardless? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, what's a 14-day suspension if I'm still getting paid? The suspension is nothing but for the public anyways, you know? Uh, the people that look, we gotta, we gotta calm down the upper a little bit, guy. If I'm still getting paid and I'm, uh, and I'm on suspension, oh man, keep me there. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting paid. Well, keep I keep that motherfucker. That's called fucking vacation. I don't know what motherfuckers yeah. are tripping about. It's a paid <laughs> yeah. vacation. Exactly. I'm getting paid. It's gonna come over. I went on the view and gave my view, and I was suspended. That's some bullshit. So, <laughs> but people are mad because other people did give their views in the past, like Sharon Osbourne. And the lady from Star Wars, but you know that's one group. You know they, they that's why people said this is gonna be the final blow. They're gonna try to find some shit to show Joe Rogan is anti-Semitic, and that'll be the knife that broke the camel's back. anti-Semitic, yeah, that's the only thing that took you out. That's the only thing that could take you out the game at this point. But he survived <laughs> all of them so far. So let's see if the anti-Semitic um, thing gets you out of there. But um, you know it is what it is. We'll be we'll be had to learn the hard way. You know sometimes. Um, Whoopi and them wanted other people silenced or took it off. They were happy when Trump got taken off of Twitter and shit like that. That shit was saying the pendulum swings both ways. You're cheering for censorship sometimes, and you're happy, and one day they'll come for you too. Karma's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what else do we have? Dave Chappelle, they're saying that he's responsible for killing a affordable housing bill. I guess three affordable housing communities are supposed to be built in this community. And he said, um, he came up there and said, no, nah, we don't want this in our neighborhood. If y'all do have four businesses, I'm supposed to be investing to come up here. I'm going to pull all that shit out of here. I'm not building it, but um, I'm seeing on now this on the thing they're trying to say Dave Chappelle help kill affordable housing in his neighborhood, this area. But people don't realize, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes motherfuckers is rich. I pay good money to be rich. I pay in a good neighborhood. I might give back to our community, but I ain't about to have these motherfuckers yeah. to my shit. I would and, kill that building if you're considering. Yeah, and I ain't about to have y'all next to my <laughs> shit. And I ain't about to have you bring my property value down. 
Yeah. I have an investment here already. If I was renting here, then by all means, but he might be like, I'm sure depending on what he might co- cover his next thing, but you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to take the loss. You know what I'm saying? Why they want to build this over here? <laughs> that's probably what he's wondering. Yeah, there's there's plenty of land in America. I could build that yeah. shit somewhere else. Yeah, I had last shit. I was like, yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Don't, don't come build this shit in my backyard. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Listen, man. Um, the, the housing thing is another son of a bitch. I know that, that that's that's its own issue. I don't really know if we have a way of even solving that in America. Um, you know, I always thought the the my my idea of the the naval ship, the the the, the, the aircraft carriers, mm-hmm. you empty those out. Yeah, yeah that, homeless, that's too expensive. Man. Let the homeless the empty one because you know when they're done, they just they just shred them for a thing. But you yeah, know, bro. let's name it. You, you load it. Say, like this got to be maintained. You just set that bad boy adrift. You just <laughs> you put food yeah, you in there. Take them all off out of there. You just put food and stuff on there. And they're their own island. You let them assault, you let them flood. You got to pay for that too. That, <laughs> that's a one-time payment. One a, one-time is, ain't nothing cheap out here, bro. Ain't nothing free out here. <laughs> when the food's done, it's done. Yeah, once it's drift, once it's a drift, what's done is done. You know what I'm saying? I got a fish. Fish, fish. I got to go down with it. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind at that point. You know what I'm <laughs> but I guarantee you, the survivors of that bitch going to survive. People going to fish. People going to do it again. It's going to get wild, but it's not going to get wild in our vicinity. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get a couple. <laughs> That's the thing with the, the homeless thing. Um, no one. It's it's a thing that no party really wants to tackle because there's no good answers. Are we gonna it's lock up all these homeless people? Or are we gonna give them houses and fuck up the neighboring areas and housing? There's no answer in it in a in a capitalist system. There's no good answers. No, they could just build a sh- uh, shitload of properties in one area, which we that- occupying and let let that shit be the wild wild west. And what you are you doing? Creating more ghettos. That's what you're doing. Because who maintenance is in shit like that? You're, yeah. you're creating more projects and more ghettos. That's what's gonna be. There's no answer. Yeah, yeah, some people are just meant to be. I mean, like this is this is where they at. Yeah, but then the well, it's where they at. But how about what happens when they congregate? When they motherfuckers start building tent cities under your bridges and shit, and popping up everywhere and downtowns and and shit. You, you, you I've been in Texas. It's crazy. I don't remember being too bad in Chicago. Do you see a lot of homelessness when you're down there, downtown there? I don't remember being too bad. No, cold in Chicago. Not, not Chicago. They got, they got better sense than to be in that cold in Chicago. But now, Chicago's like they're more like, uh, yeah, they're they're very, uh, what you call that, democratic up here. Yeah, yeah. I told you about their uh, their uh, their bill, what they do even for COVID, like that shit's fucking ridiculous. Well, democratic states some have the worst. Philly had a crazy homeless problem when I was in Philly. Um, I haven't really seen it here. Yeah, Tell you, I haven't seen one. I haven't really seen. Yeah. Well, if I've seen homeless in Chicago, it's probably like on the more on the south side. Yeah, but like uh, you see it like uh, people like using like uh, old buildings. Oh, and that's yeah. still, like that's almost like it's not they're not even homeless anyway because they're not on the streets. <laughs> I know. I, I know. On the bench, on the south side. And sad thing is, it's a lot of times it's, it's it's young uh young people, young girls. And These motherfuckers don't want to work. With they kids. got the system figured out. They're like, why am I going to work? Talk about baby moms with kids and shit. Like it's it'd be a lot. Able-bodied people that could work just chilling, uh, break out their tent, living their life. I was like, man, go ahead. How and can you, you can't fix that. How can you fix that? Yeah, you can't fix mindset. 
Get that carrier ship, dog. That's why I said. You can't fix lazy. You can't fix the lazy. They're just gonna do it in the carrier. They're gonna sit on the carrier. That's it. They're gonna do whatever. It's gonna come. The food butt so much on that carrier, dog. What's that bitch a drift? You gonna have to. What food you talking about? Like, okay, somebody gotta stock that food. What I'm saying is gonna already gotta cook it. It We're gonna give them the carrier pre-stocked and pre-what's named, and a couple people that's gonna be working around the clock, like a jet house, you know, maybe cooking all that. That's that we set yeah, in the drip. That's what I'm saying. They got to be maintained. You got to pay those people. They ain't gonna be working for free. Yeah, they'll work for the state. They'll work for the state. And then you know, when they you might as well keep them in the project. <laughs> the issue with the project is, you know, I don't know. There's no real good answers. Like I said, there's always gonna be some slum or some shit going yeah, on. Yeah, there's nothing like you can't fix you know like a person's will ability. Yeah, there's there's just different classes, different tiers. Um, you can, you can make it easier for them, but like to fix them, you can't fix them. The only thing else I had in pop culture, I don't know if I asked it last time. I said the other thing, Breakfast Club is. Um, did I say that last time? I said Breakfast Club should pass the torch. Where they passing the torch to though? Because they they are getting old. They're fucking old. Their their views are all different. Them boys are so PC. Super mm. politically correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, only they, the only thing you get out of them is jokes, you know, gay jokes between Envy and, and Charlemagne. But them niggas won't dare say anything. They're using proper pronouns and adjectives. They ain't trying to offend nobody outside of niggas. You know what I'm saying? They they, they walking on, on a tight rope. What the fuck with, we need with, with culture cancer, even if they're replaced, you're just going to replace them with the same shit. No, that's not what I mean. You bring them, they were so anti-culture when they came in, you know, Solomon, Charlamagne sniffing sheets, they had um, Angela Ewing her lip service questions, Envy doing his thing. They were so, we're pushing the envelope. Now they're just, we're complying. We're just falling in line. This is that the, the only time you see different from Charlamagne, the only thing he's pressing will be Biden, maybe, or what's he done for Black That's the only thing I've seen. And like, I felt like, is this, dem- are there demographics Oh, is this supposed to be for our age? Because the music they're playing isn't for our age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The music that they're playing is for the young kids. So they need to have bring some younger DJs up in that bitch. Each time he's bringing people on there and he's asking them stuff that he don't know their music, they're like, I'll be serious. I never even listen to y'all stuff. It sounds, it's fucking stupid, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bring some young people to actually listen to the music that they're going to be playing. It don't make any sense that they're, you got a bunch of old 40-year-old guys there that don't listen to the music being played. And they're bringing in the talent there, and they're one of the talents off-putting or not asking any questions. I want to vibe with them or anything like that. Y'all niggas is old. Y'all really <laughs> fuck with us. And every anything Jay Z do, y'all hanging on his nuts. Y'all ain't giving none of these new kids any lack. What we need you old niggas for? Let Jay Z do an interview every goddamn day. You know what I'm saying? I don't think maybe they're just not keeping up. They're more like into like uh, their own stuff. They're, yeah, they're on their own side hustle. They're not really putting in time to. I just felt this up with any information. They keep up and wise of whatever, you know, black Twitter and stuff says popping this out and there. They keep that much, but we already know that's culture. We already know that's not real. Just like Juno said last time, black folks are way more conservative than what the media pretends to be, but they are exactly what the media makers pretend to be. They are they are the character that the media, you know how Charlemagne said how he didn't like that um that one show Rich Rich AF uh, on Netflix. Yeah, but he's it. Because he said it, he felt like it's how he felt it's how white folks see how black folks are supposed to be acting. But in reality, what how they're doing is what liberal media sees black people have black people should be is what they are. 
when we know really how he acts all off put in shock when a person says something that needs to be homophobic or why. Like, yeah, they say that. Not to say it's right, but that's not uncommon where we fucking come from. For you to be like, oh gosh, you need some therapy. Come the fuck down. There's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That, that shit they pushing, we know that shit's all on a tilt a certain way. That's not the consensus of the view of the people that you represent. I think they need to, you know, pass on the, it's dope that they're trying to show folks, you know, financial literacy and stuff like that, but it comes at a cost, though, you know what I'm saying? It comes at a cost. These niggas won't let you, do when you have to fold and comply, none of these motherfuckers will come. I bet you they tell you that they're right there saying, yeah, Whoopi's dumb. She said, she said the wrong thing. They're going to fall right in line. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's the issue I have with it on, on, on that aspect. I think they really they they they're great talents on their own, but I think as far as heading the culture, they they just if if we were thinking what's name was old, remember um Ebro and them show they were like them old niggas always want to keep it only New York rap and shit like that. We kind of treat them as irrelevant. You know what I'm saying I feel like they're kind of barking up that same avenue. They get the numbers, the viewership, but um I'm like how connected to the culture they really are. But I, I I just think in the climate we're not gonna get no different from no mega, no mainstream platforms. Maybe no, that's true. If I you, mean, yeah, if, that's if the you issue. Want your, if you watch your raunchy interviews and raunchy shit, you're just gonna have to watch YouTube. That's why to me, like the Breakfast Club ain't competing with a like a million dollars worth of game or some shit. Motherfuckers like it just to keep it real or be their, be be themselves in a sense. All right. Yeah. When you have to self-censor and say certain stuff and put certain flags up and interview certain people, let's say even like a Kevin Samuels, there's like no reason why he shouldn't have been the Breakfast Club so far because he's had so much of a cultural impact. You know what I'm saying? Even if you bring him up there to debate him, yeah, they to, already just ruined not, it, though. to just not have him is fucking insane. Yeah, they he's so big, it's yeah. is nuts that they, it, it's crazy to me. That they wouldn't have on there, but who would? Charlemagne, who ain't trying to get no black woman mad whatsoever. Envy, who already gave some kind of um, insulting, insulting him, and and Ye, who says she just don't like what he says about women. Why would any of them have him up there? You know what I'm saying? The leaning is already built in one way or the other. It's kind of crazy. That should probably go right into our segment of um, our last one, the one I sent you the video. I don't know if you want to put that audio in. Uh, let me see if I can get that shit out. Which 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 email you sent this to me? Not the email. I sent it to the, the text message. Okay, let me see. I just had like the craziest, saddest thought. Um, I'm in the stage of life where I'm watching all my friends get married and have babies and find love, and I had another talking phase yet again fall through. And my friend was like, you know, you'll meet the one one day, don't give up. But now I'm at a point where I hope I don't because what happens if I meet him and he wants kids and I'm too old to not be able to give him any? So it's easier for me to say I don't want kids. Having like a weird existential crisis. I don't know why I'm posting this on TikTok, but I think I just, I need to know I'm not alone. 
bitch, you alone, ho. <laughs> By your goddamn self. <laughs> By- <laughs> Buy a dog, die alone. <laughs> Listen, this, this to me, it, it's two things. It's sad um, on two levels. How One, old was like, she? She's only like 31, bro. Bitches be tripping, bro. She is fucking tripping. It ain't as bad as she make it seem. But um, it's sad because this is the reality that that we don't see. Remember, I'm a, I'm a Kevin Samuels um critic all the way through. I'm like, his message ain't getting to the people he needs to get through. But ultimately, this is what he'd be saying. This is some of the stuff he's speaking of, but when they're championing um, yes, do this, you're rocking, you're independent, black girl, this, this is all things can be true, but they need to be saying the other aspect of it. Make sure you have this checked off or that checked off. Don't just, you know what I'm saying? They're not showing these, you know what I'm saying? And social media does make things look so skewed. They're only showing Two people, the people that's happily in a relationship and the person that's a full grown boss. You know what I'm saying? So there's two aspects of the social media making you feel like how it ain't no boss really out there. So. Yeah, there's really very few bosses. Ain't really no boss out there. It ain't few, it ain't none. Yeah. <laughs> ain't none. Exactly. Um it's like we, we went down from what we already had. We already had so little already. Exactly. So she'll be all right. Nah, I'm just feeling there's, there's, it's not, there's a lot of girls that's having that issue, bro. It's, it is, we already know that the, the, the pond starts to dry up around like 30 as far as the, 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 the folks that are getting married that's going to pop the question. That's the gonna, thing, like these chicks, these chicks, they be expecting a shitload from men and they don't, they, they expect to put no work into a relationship. Like that's what expect, this is what social media them, has taught them that they expect them to have his shit together like he like, like she got her shit together. And then I don't get it, right? They uh they say a lot of a lot of these older women that say, I want to find somebody I could build with, right? But she's already built. She's already <laughs> built, and you want a man that's already built. So yeah. someone's moving in. No one we ain't building shit together. Yeah. We're not moving in together. Either you moving into my shit or I'm moving into your shit. Ain't no building. We're too old to be building. We should have already built. If you don't, that's like I was telling dudes. I was, uh, it was on some Instagram post, and they were they were talking okay. about, um, I guess age dating, like age gap dating. Uh huh. And they were in their like thirties, and I was like, "You're thirty years old. You're not gonna find someone your age to date." And have a successful relationship. I was like, you have to date. I mean, younger. you can with as proper a, expectations. As a dude, proper as a dude, you're gonna have to date younger. Yeah, I was like, bro, yeah. if you don't, unless, unless they're gonna get like you know, like uh, kids with mothers already, or I just told them, bro, you're a dude. Either yeah. you're gonna date younger because you're you waited so long to find someone, or you're gonna accept that. Are you gonna? Are you just gonna have a whole bunch of fucking problems dealing with women that's your age? Because their their expectations of you is gonna be so high and you can't meet that. I was like, yeah. if you don't find your if you don't if you didn't find your spouse in your high school, college ages, <laughs> you have to date younger as a dude. Um, yeah, that could be true in some cases. Because there's gonna, still these listen, you're not gonna find a 31 year old dude and a 31 year old woman that are at the same, they could be at the same level, making the same amount of money, but she's gonna expect way more 
than than you can give her. Yep. That's what that's what that's just what that's just what the world has become. Like chicks expect you to have everything together and if you slip up one time, you ain't shit. No, there, there's there's layers to it. Not only do they expect everything together, but there's also the fact that you only have one half of the sex that's actually being corralled and hurdled and helped to get to that point. Like I said, if you're a woman, you can get like a small business loan, this, that, and a third. There's different programs. There's meeting of the minds for women that are trying to, you know, uplift and all the same. But these guys are simply, hey, you got to get it, my boy. If you ain't got it, then you a sucker. You're a broke boy and broke boys don't deserve it. But there's a lot of, there's either a, a, a fail or pass, no in between type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> there's no crutches. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and with these women, the way they look at it, they look at it like that. Either you're rich or you're, or you're, no, or you're nobody. You either got to be at my level either or higher can't. or you're nobody. Right. And when you're already. If you can't pay everything. What do I yeah. need you for? I'm like, exactly. that bitch is really out here wilding. <laughs> I mean, it's just not a realistic way of thinking in a sense like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're lowering your odds. Just, I mean, the numbers don't work into your favor. And life comes at you fast. It's going to keep adding up. Is that yeah. So I like the fact that she said, oh, what if, nah, I got to say I don't want kids. A lot of these women are stuck in the delusions. They realize some shit they can't get it anymore. So they're going to say they don't want it. They're going to yeah, say I don't want it. going to smack them. Yeah, they're going to say they don't want marriage. They don't want kids. They don't want serious because they've already have no options. They're already That option's already escaped them. It's like you ever met a broke person that said, man, I don't ever want to be a millionaire. I money and everything. I just want to do it. Like, what choice do you fucking have? That shit ain't coming no more. Of course, it's just, I don't want to be. Or the people that are super resentful of billionaires. About, oh, why you need all that money for? I would never be a billionaire. Oh, why the fuck do you know that? Yeah, if, I, have been, I'm sure, yeah, if I gave you a billion dollar check right now, would you turn it down? Come on, right? shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? People be full of shit. Some women are going to say they don't want marriage. They don't want any kids because that opportunity has passed. Yeah, it's passed. Yeah, that's what that is. And then what happens she's also. She's 31, a lot of bro. She just. She's young. She's young. But she's just a reflection of what's going to happen to a lot of women later. She's yeah. just speaking candidly. Yeah, she's, she's already young. stuck in her ways. Yeah. Yeah. She's not even stuck in her ways. The fact that she's saying it, there might be yeah. room for her to reevaluate. She is. Yeah, she's just saying she's, what it is. Her, she's stuck in her ways. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's going to reevaluate. But she is still young because 31 ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? True, yeah, it is. Bro, I'm telling you, man, it's it's crazy out here for these single people. I feel bad for them. <laughs> I don't really feel bad for the guys because all you got to do is date young. Yeah, yeah, the guys, that's yeah. what I tell them. You, you have to date young. You're gonna have to date someone five, six years younger than you. Exactly. They don't see it like that yet, but they look like these girls are looking for people like uh, you got 25 looking for uh, guys who are like 50. Yeah, you got yeah even 21 looking for guys who are 40 and 50. Like so. Listen, I, I, I tell my wife all the time if 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 me and you don't work out, I'm getting ice on Tenderoni. Pull her right up to the pull right up to the college campus. <laughs> what, you go to bed uh, there's there's a there's a group of 18 year olds graduating every, every day. day. <laughs> go, go, going to freshman enrollment, pull right up to college campus. Like, you gonna you gonna be right there at graduation, huh? <laughs> And it's, it's people our age, like niggas still looking for for women their age, bro. Once, yeah, you, it's hit, once you hit 30, 
Once you hit about, now I say once you hit about 27, there's no more dating people your age. You yep. got to go younger. I, I ain't say you can if you have reason to Like no kids who haven't, you know. It's not even the kids thing, bro. It's just, it's just two adults. You know how Haitians say, "Digga one pilot na kai." Yeah, two two people in <laughs> their two ways. Two people that set in their ways, bro. It's it's too late. You just mm-hmm. gonna that shit just don't work. And I I've seen it in relationships after relationships. I want someone my age. I want someone my age. Nah, that shit ain't gonna work for you, bro. That shit ain't gonna work for you, sis. And that you're gonna have to date a guy that's a lot about. Seven years older than you, if you're a woman, and if a dude, you're going to have to date someone a good five, six, seven years younger than you. Um, Yeah, I mean, it, it, who knows, man? It, I just feel it's one of those things that it's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? In society, like I said, it's one of those things that I just don't understand that that people just don't get. It's not that hard, but like I said, it, it's... It's coming out that way, bro. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of. how women's are in nature too. You know what I'm saying? Even guys are having this issue. There's a lot of guys that, you know what I'm saying, that can't lock nothing down. And for a guy, I would have thought it was really easy. When you two bag one broad, you just get more serious. Unless these girls are treating guys like, unless these girls are flipping the stage, I'm like, nah, you just a side piece. No, now it's even worse. Yeah, now now it's worse, yeah. I yeah, just don't understand how a guy can't. Yeah, it's a lot worse. I don't understand how a guy can't lock nothing down out here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, bro. I don't know how, why is it so difficult for two people to get along. I mean, if but look, look at it whenever y'all go out. If you're in a relationship, but look, look how bad someone, it is whenever y'all go out. I mean, that's why. What do you mean? Like whenever y'all go out, like you see, like everybody's separate. You got guys on one side, uh, women on one side, women. No, but yeah, but these people are still in relationships with other people. Yeah, they might be going out by themselves, but they still get into relationships and situationships. I don't understand how you can't figure out how to work and deal with one person and make that shit work. Shit's not that difficult, bro. But we could say that probably because we're, I guess we're part of the it's lucky a, crew. Cause no, it was a different time. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's yeah. niggas our age that can't find someone. They couldn't find someone oh, back age. then. They couldn't find someone back then. They can't find someone now, so... I say they can't. If they go younger, they definitely can. And if they don't mind being um, a stepdad, they still can. You know, there's a stigma <laughs> to being a stepdad, which I don't see why. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, I would never, I would never recommend that shit. You see, there you go, Juno. With this, the never. There's not. There's plenty shit. of of. of good, I mean, I've seen it work, but you know, like I've yeah. seen it work plenty of times. There's plenty of good stepmoms out there. Not to say they don't have its own there's hurdles. Plenty of good suckers out there. <laughs> <laughs> but truth be told, it'd be these step, it'd be these moms sometimes that, that have their shit together because they don't already said, ah, oh, they ain't got time for the function or not. They just working, you know, saying to the house, that's it. It'd be these single ones out here. If you yeah, are, yeah, you don't have a choice, girls, you have to. Yeah. yeah, if you are here dating single girls your age at that age, they are still ain't got their shit together, probably still sleeping on the mattress on the floor. You know what I'm saying? They got their shit backwards. They'd be these single moms that might have their shit in order because they busy working, this yeah, that so that's, that's the trade-off. Some it's guys don't want to be a stepdad, but I like you're gonna have to be a stepdad. I was always my thing. So you're gonna have to be a stepdad or you're gonna have to date younger. Those are the only two options. But the single dating, the single at your age range, it might not work. I don't recommend chicks dating niggas with kids, and I don't recommend if you don't have no kids, I don't recommend you dating nobody with kids. Unless, I I unless like the parent 
unless one of them parents are dead. <laughs> I would never date a single mother if the baby father's still alive and still in the kid's life, all that shit. That nigga got to be dead. <laughs> yeah. That nigga got to be dead. You it's ain't too, taking no too risk. Much complication, too much complication, bro. Too much, it is, too right? much shit right? to deal with. If, yeah. Either that nigga dead or you're you going to have to go find another sucker. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't no uh, honor in being a stepfather no more, bro. Nah, definitely not. Uh, do we got anything else? Uh, I think that was the last piece that shit you sent me. Yeah, I think that was it. Um, did, did y'all see the Kevin Samuels in Future video? Or was it just a snippet? I think I just seen that little snippet. It was, just a, snippet. It was just a snippet. I think that's just like the intro to the video. Yeah. That's dope. You know, he's playing right into his space. You know what I'm saying? He's playing right into the 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 the, the much misogynistic stuff that people believe that he buys into. There was um, no misogyny in that in that in there that wasn't, thing. but I'm like he's people, you know how people like to call future the misogynistic king. So it looks perfect. Like people looking like all that people believe that they're both like misogynist. So it kind of is playing to the audience and how it works, but um I can see it working. Shit is dope. I think it kind of, it kind of, what's the name? Because they had him playing a therapist. Yeah. And he's not really a therapist. But, who am I? He's a consultant, I guess. Yeah, consultant ain't a therapist. Yeah. He's licensed for therapy. You say he's a, he's a licensed therapist? He's no, he's a consultant. He's an no, image consultant. consultant. yeah. Which is just like saying I'm a life coach or shit like that. Yeah, that's different shit. Yeah. You ain't got to be. I don't know if you even have to be a licensed therapist to be a full therapist. I mean, I guess to call yourself that, but there's some people that just been doing it for years and they got, like I said, they yeah, it's, it's coaches. Yeah, it's all on how you name it. If you name it like a life coach or um, any type of coach, if you put coach at the end of it, then you don't need a license, but if you if you talking about like actual getting patients and shit like that, clinician yeah. and shit, you have to go to school for that. Well, you know that's that's at least American standards. You know that's why we we, we put our own things on there. Like, you know, if you didn't go to school to be a a doctor, you know what I'm saying they're not gonna they're not gonna consider you a doctor. But you know, you had other places that have their what is it the um. You know, like the tribal doc, what is it called? The holistic doctors and shit like that. There's different fields, you know what I'm saying, outside of academia. Well, Just like if someone didn't like someone didn't go to school to be a mechanic, but there's the hood mechanic that works on cars from scratch. There's people that are engineers that build shit from nowhere. They've been doing since they were a kid. They don't have to have the degree, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean some stuff like, you know, for safety, you know, purposes. Like back then, you know what I'm saying, like, you, you you probably could practice without a license because it was just the beginning. It was just you know, it was just trial and error. Yeah. But you know now you know we're past that phase. Now we have lawyers and courts <laughs> and shit. Or you can go sue a nigga if they fuck your shit up. So. Yeah. Medically. Um. But you know, all in all, I think as long as I guess you could call yourself whatever you're doing, whatever you are, as long as you do it successfully, I guess. But even what he's doing, I've seen like some people like uh, does it, but it's like really exclusive. Like even you have like uh, some of the like uh, people who plan events for like the rich folks, and they get like stupid bread for it. They 
like they're like the uh, go-to person yeah you know, there's that one guy like he's like the go-to person for like any like you know like uh super huge events yeah like party planners like the, they're like certified middlemen that just get get shit done and get paid good money I don't know there's like these little niches where people can find these things where like uh, you don't need any license or nothing, but like you you really get recognized for them. I always feel like those fields that are no name that make a whole lot of money, some white person that's always there, like y'all niggas ain't ever dropping that gym up. So I was a little niche market, motherfucker making a killing that you never heard of. This white guy doing yeah. like, man, this one bull. <laughs> it's crazy. What else? I got any recommendations um, for the folks this week? Well, I have recommendations for this week. Yeah, I ain't been watching any TV. Me neither. I watch. Let me see. I got a recommendation, but I didn't watch it yet. You guys heard about this? This uh, shit on Netflix is documentary about the white guy robbing these white women out of shitloads <laughs> of money. I've I have I did see the thing I haven't watched it yet but I think I remember Hot ninety seven speaking about that same thing years like year so yeah some guy I guess from Switzerland or something uh-huh. nigga was taking them to the cleaners yeah dropping gems on them girls and and yeah and stealing money from them. yeah making them, them not he wasn't stealing money he was tricking them out of money making them give him money and shit like yeah, that had, had them had them go and take out loans for him and shit. Send the money overseas, and he, he would be using that money to show them that he's a millionaire or some shit like that. Yep. So, and of course, he was fucking them all. You know, sometimes people get scammed, and you didn't even meet the person. This guy would pull up to the house on you, pick you up in that Roy's worst with that with that thirty thousand you just sent him. <laughs> you think he's a a millionaire, but come to find out, a nigga broke. Young pimpin', that's it. Heaven, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, it's messed up, but you know, like I said, somebody got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how it goes. You know, say it, it is messed up, though. <laughs> um, so what's the name of it? You don't have the name of it. I don't even know the name of it, bro. I just know it's a documentary on Netflix. I've been hearing about a lot about. I'm gonna go try to see it. See if I could watch it. Um, I'm about to watch the uh, season four of Ozark. That would be my recommendation. Yeah, I need to get back on it. Yeah. So that's that's the one I'm watching right now. Just that Ozark. That shit is fucking fire. So I'm, I'm gonna start watching that. Other than that, that's it. You uh, so no recommendation on your end, Gary. Yeah, I didn't have any. Okay. All right, folks. Y'all already know what to do. We at the end of the podcast. Y'all know what to do. Hit us up on That's Absurd Pod. That's Absurd. Uh... Damn, it's late. I'm tired. Sleepy. I don't remember the damn outro. <laughs> Hit us up on That's Absurd Pod on Instagram. That's Absurd Podcast on Twitter. No, That's Absurd Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can always drop an email at that'sabsurdpodcast at gmail.com and you know the voice line is always open if you want to express your concerns about Nate's missing tooth. Great not <laughs> being. Yeah, yes, please get involved, man. Like We, we need some thoughts. We need, we need some some but, input. Yeah, I know that number is 407 960 That number is 407 
Nine hundred sixty seventy six, and we'll catch you guys next week. We out.